MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Friday, February 2nd, Groundhog Day. Good morning, Kathy. You said Friday. Today is Thursday, February 2nd. No sad bro. Groundhog Day. Good morning, Kat. Merry Christmas. Yes. (laughs) Good morning. In the news this morning, this is a terrible story. A 22-year-old man was stabbed to death at 8th and Market Street Septa Station last night. Officials say police were called just before 6 o'clock on a report of a stabbing. They found a 22-year-old man suffering from two stab wounds in the chest. He was found collapsed and bleeding on the sidewalk at the top of the stairs leading to the Septa platform. He was taken to Jefferson University Hospital where he died a short time later. Police say the victim was on the platform with a woman when he got into an argument with a man. The situation quickly escalated. Everything was caught on surveillance cameras. Investigators say the man is known to both SEPTA and Philly police. They say the 30 to 40 year old suspect was seen getting on the Market Frankfurt line heading east. Police continue to investigate the death. Uh, tips can be submitted by calling 215-686-TIPS or texting PPD TIP and all tips are confidential. Philadelphia Eagles offensive guard Josh Sills has been indicted on rape and kidnapping charges in Ohio. The state attorney general announced Wednesday. 25 year old Sills was indicted by the Guernsey County uh, Common Pleas Court grand jury on one count of rape and one count of kidnapping, both first-degree felonies. The police report states that the incident happened on December 5th, 2019. It notes that Sills and the victim went to high school together and knew each other for seven or eight years. It's alleged that on the night, Sills forced the victim to perform sexual acts and held her against her will in a vehicle as he dropped her off at her cousin's house where the victim was staying. Investigators say the alleged crime was reported immediately and that a detailed investigation was conducted. Conducted. Sills, an undrafted free agent who appeared in just one game this season, is a resident of Sarasville, Ohio. The NFL said Sills has been placed on the commission, uh, the commissioner exempt list, which means for now he may not participate in practices and games or travel with the team. The matter will be reviewed under the NFL's personal conduct policy, the league said. Can't they say why they waited so long to indict this guy? If uh, if they, you know, I didn't know that the charges were uh, 2019 were immediately, 2019. that it was yeah. reported immediately and yeah, it took that she, long. Yeah, if she reported it immediately, uh, why did it take so long? I don't okay. know. People are blaming COVID. Um, you know, uh, maybe, like yeah. That, this is, uh, that there's a lot of cases like this where uh, it's, it's, it's not sad. like... It's, it's, backlog? Yeah, backlog yeah. and stuff. Okay. So. Yeah, because if you remember, the courts were closed for a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so those, Forgot about that. those cases got backed up. Okay. Uh, there was no word from the league on how long Sills would be on the list and whether he would be prevented from participating in the Super Bowl. In a statement, the Eagles said the organization is aware of the legal matter involving Josh Sills. We have been in communication with the league office and are in the process of gathering more information. We have no further comment at this time. His attorney told the Associated Press that the allegations are false and that Sills will be aggressively defended. Sills was listed as a backup guard and played uh, just four snaps on special teams against the Cardinals on October 9th, the one game that he played.
And like Preston mentioned in the beginning of uh, the news, it's Groundhog Day. And people are waiting to learn whether a furry critter in a western Pennsylvania town will predict an early spring or six more weeks of winter. People are gathering this morning at Gobbler's Knob as members of Punxsutawney Phil's inner circle summon him from his tree stump at dawn to learn if he will see his shadow. Gobbler's Knob could so easily be a porn title. Isn't it? Yes. (laughs) Knob Gobblers. Knob Gobblers. Yeah. According to folklore, if he sees his shadow, there will be six more weeks of winter. If he doesn't, spring comes early. The Inner Circle is a group of local dignitaries who are responsible for planning the events as well as feeding and caring for Phil himself. The annual event at Punxsutawney originated from a German legend about a furry rodent. Officials in the community, which is about 65 miles northeast of Pittsburgh, are hoping the usual crowd of between ten to 15,000 visitors comes wow. out for the event, which will also be live-streamed. According to records dating back to 1887, Phil has produced predicted winter more than a hundred times. Ten years were lost because no records were kept, organi- organizers said. Steve, if I had the reverb over here, I would say, sir, get out of the tree <laughs> now. <laughs> sir, you you up there. Or sinus boy. No, Bucknell. Oh, Bucknell boy. Come on, man. Don't Nick, bring us down. Nick's, <laughs> Nick's story of being in Punxsutawney for... <laughs> <laughs> for Groundhog Day, climbing up in a tree, and the National Guard yeah. yes. telling him to get, to get down from the tree, sir. This is the uh, the 26th anniversary of said event. <laughs> it was uh, 1997, and uh, man, I just watching that video, it brings back memories. Not all of them good. Was it a was it a very cold day? Yeah, it was yeah. freezing, and Steve, we stayed up the whole night and uh, drove from. <laughs> Lewisburg, PA, and where Bucknell is, and made it to the lovely burg of Punxsutawney, which we've said many times is nothing like the movie. <laughs> it's just not a very nice it, little town. If it was, that would be, oh, I'd like to go check that out. Yeah. But it is not, apparently. Everyone who no. goes says, oh, wow, I was really shocked to find out it's really My- not There's the no, same. There's no, like, little town no, square. No hamlet, no, no wonderful no. shops. There no, are, uh, yeah. there wonderful are two, shops. There are two jails. There's a locksmith. <laughs> uh, there is a McDonald's where we spent a lot of the time. Well, it was what 26 a- years ago. Maybe it's grown since. One of my good friends is from there. That's where she grew up. Okay. So I assume that the major casinos have moved in and everything now, right? (laughs) Well, no, but I mean, um, she, you know, she lives here, um, but has mentioned, like, you know, maybe there's that she would move back. Like, you know, maybe retirement or like whatever. Like, it's not like she hates it. It is interesting because they they really scaled back on the partying for a while. It was getting a bit out of control and a lot Mm -hmm. of college kids were showing up and doing dumb things like climbing up trees and getting escorted out. And I think that they've made it um, a little more family friendly, but it seems when we were watching a little video footage this morning, it seems like it's pretty crowded again. Because yeah. when, when I was there, there was like twenty five to thirty thousand people wow. that had arrived, and they had buses taking you. I remember, I remember them talking about it getting out of hand yeah. a little bit, and that it was harder to control. The when you're there at that, where exactly are you? Are you in the well, town proper? No, or just no. Out, yeah. So, so Steve, we um we we drove to Punxsutawney, we parked there, and then we uh, there were school buses right. that escorted you to Gobbler's Knob. And how far is that? Uh, two miles outside okay. of town, and it's this wooded area. And, um, I mean, you can see from the video footage, like, the, there's sort of like um, a wooded pavilion that surrounds, uh, it's like an, an amphitheater, an right, outdoor yeah, yeah. amphitheater. And so the, 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 the little rodents up on stage, and that's where the guy with the top hats come out. There is something, for me, like, it triggers a, a not a great reaction of having to be bussed somewhere. Like, if I can't take myself there uh, right. and leave when you I want. You like to be stranded in I, like, I'm gobbler's out. knob. That, that just sounds terrible to me. Like, right. any for anything. Not just something like this, you know? 
Um, so the 2021 forecast called for six more weeks of winter. While Punxsutawney Phil may be the most famous groundhog seer, he's certainly not the only one. You guys know there's New York City's Staten Island Chuck. Oh, uh, whatever. You, me- well, you remember, what, wasn't it when you're the de Blasio, the mayor dropped him and then he died later? Like... <laughs> Like Amy, and they are like two days later for head trauma. Uh, And he'll make his prediction today during an event at the Staten Island Zoo. Staten Island, he smokes Winston's, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So today's Groundhog Day. We'll see what happens uh, in a few hours. In sports this morning. The Sixers beat the Orlando Magic 105-94 last night in South Philly. Joel Embiid had 28 points and 11 rebounds. James Harden added 26 points and 10 assists. And the Sixers won for the 21st time in their last 25 games. They're on the road tomorrow night with the game in San Antonio against the Spurs. Tip-off will be at 8 o'clock. And the Flyers are on their all-star break until Monday when they'll return to the ice to take on the New York Islanders. Kevin Hayes, the team's lone representative to the weekend's all-star game, arrived in South Florida yesterday. The all-star festivities begin at 3 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. I just got to help a thing. There are times when Knicks, they did it, really. really. They did it! It's home to me, and and, and let us not uh, let us not forget that uh, as we are awaiting uh, the arrival of the Eagles in Arizona. Yes, our Phils were just in the World Series yeah. too. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. hearing that they did it, I know that was from the World Series win, but still, they did it! this uh, is a, this is gigantic one-two sports punch well, that this city has thrown out, man. Think of the drought Huge. that we were in prior to you know a, a number of years back. You know when there was well, just prior a, to the screams, exactly. Even, yeah, there, there was had been nothing Big drought for, for twenty-five seasons or yeah. twenty-five years, yeah. hundred seasons. So, yeah. um, yeah, this is a good time to be a Philly sports fan. And yeah. that first they did it, that was like they did it, it like um. So, you know, when you reach that moment, you have yes. that first little wave, and then the second one's the real, like, whoa! The question, does yeah. the shorter, the shorter preceded the longer? This, yeah, this the, the shorter was they did it. So, it was like, oh! It was, oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh! Oh! I gotcha. Oh, oh, I gotcha. I'm gonna go get a towel. Okay. It's, a, it's an apt analogy because there was 100 years of uh, buildup right yeah. behind that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your pupils were white. That's right. It rolled back in my head. All right. That's sports balls. All right. Well, nonetheless, uh, we welcome you to a Thursday morning. Uh, we have an announcement uh, to make today. We're gonna do it um, uh, after the bizarre file. The the following break after that. So roughly around like 8:15 or something like that. Um, it's a major announcement. Uh, it's not the MMRQ. No. Nope. We'll tell you that. No. Nope. It's something completely different than that. But uh, we are very excited to bring to you the information that we have. And so we want you to be with us a little bit after 8 o'clock this morning. I'm looking forward to all this. As we roll this out to you. So uh, we're excited to bring that. All right. Uh, with that, let's take a break and come back in a second because I've got some entertainment stories to run by you as well as a stupid question. And we'll get that underway when we come back right after these messages. We'll be right back. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. 
Everyone loves a smart investment, and there is no better place to put your money right now than in your home. And Window Nation has the perfect offer for anyone with a home at least 20 years old. Protect and increase the value of your home and energy efficiency by installing new windows from Window Nation. Window Nation is making it insanely easy to do so with 0% interest for five years. Plus, Window Nation will give you two windows free with every two you purchase. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them Preston and Steve sent you. You've been making better decisions for your busy family for years. And now, little by little, you're making decisions for yourself. Like snacking a little better, going a little further, sleeping a little deeper. Acme's here to make that journey easier and even more rewarding with their new Sincerely Health platform featuring nutrition plans, prescription reminders, and more. Sign up in the Acme mobile app to earn up to $25 in grocery rewards. Visit acmemarkets.com slash health for more details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Stupid question this morning. Four pack of tickets for the Wings game on Saturday. Wells Fargo Center. They're playing the Albany Firewolves. And the question that I have for you this morning is, with uh, Black History Month, who wrote the book Black Profiles in Courage? Mm-hmm. 215263. WMMR, very famous individual, wrote that book. Black Profiles Encouraged. Do you know who it was? Call right now. We'll see if you get the answer correct and the tickets that go along with that. I'll mention a few birthdays to kill some time while we're waiting for your phone call. Today is the second day of February. It's Groundhog Day. So people celebrating Mm -hmm. birthdays include Christy Brinkley. Oh, my God. She turned 69 years old today. Uh, yeah, she was my. I remember I had the 1985 Christy Brinkley <laughs> calendar. Oh yeah, uh, and she was the supermodel. She was right, one of the I, first at the time supermodel. I couldn't imagine anyone being more attractive than she her dominated at that time. And of California course she was girl in, look. Uh, she was in uh, Vacation, uh, you know, the National Lampoon's Vacation movie, Uptown Girl video. Yep, and. Uh, it was interesting how she and uh, Billy Joel met. Like he was, uh, she was staying in a hotel. He was staying in the same hotel. He was down in the bar. They had a piano there, and so he just kind of started playing. There you and go, she man. Came over and they met and they had, they laughed and and hit it off. And she wow. like the next day was like, you know, that Billy Joel guy was kind of fun. And I then, think uh, I'll marry him. And they got married, and uh, you know, her daughters look uh, stunning as well. But you know what? The oh, funny yeah. thing is, mom still yeah she got it it's beautiful got it going on 69 today um the great graham nash mm. celebrates his 81st birthday today unfortunately david crosby just passed away recently uh but uh we still have uh graham and and stephen stills and uh yeah graham is uh he's been by the station a few times he and pierre uh, have a relationship together yeah. good and, friends yeah yeah and and Pierre claims him to be possibly the most pleasant rock star he's ever met in his life. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Yeah, uh, but it's uh, it, it, they were all given pause to say um, they they all said nice things about David Crosby, even obviously. Neil Young, even Neil Young, and he was in the middle of a really contentious episode with David Crosby. So it's it's funny how things like death put other things in perspective. Yeah, and like you've said it before, Steve, if there's any way, and you, and you don't have to remain close friends or yeah. anything like that and be buddy-buddy, and but but if you can if you can repair relationships and, and then maybe let them go, yeah. that's fine, and maybe leave on that note, it might be better for your so, own soul. Yes. You know I what I mean? How, yes, absolutely. If, 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 God forbid, something, well, something eventually will happen, but, you know. 
Uh, nonetheless, uh, Graham Nash celebrates his birthday today, so I'm sure uh, Pierre's going to dive into that world of Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, maybe some of the Hollies and things like that. Uh, so he is 81 years old today. Brent Spiner, uh, Data from Star Trek, The yeah. Next Generation. Loved that role. Loved all yeah. he did on that series. He was excellent. Yep. And uh, he's obviously done a bunch of other things as well. And he's a he's a um, uh, he's a stage actor. He likes to sing and, yeah. and do that whole thing he's, as well. He's also that long haired um, freaky scientist in Independence Day. That's correct. Yeah, he oh, was, yeah. they don't let us out here, much. <laughs> right. He's seventy four today. Uh, Ross Valerie plays bass for the band Journey. Uh, he turned seventy four, and he's always been kind of the the leftover guy. In the band, but a solid bass player, I've always thought. Uh, but with massive talents like Steve Perry and Neil Sean, it's kind of easy to get left in the shadow. Uh, but he turns uh, 74 years old. Um, Randy Jackson played bass for Journey 2? He uh, did, yeah. Okay. Uh, when they got to the Raised on Radio album, that's when uh, then uh, Ross Valerie left for a while and uh, Randy Jackson stepped in. And I have a Randy... sword with his uh, autograph on it. Randy didn't look quite right because he's a larger guy but yeah. he wore a full spandex outfit. <laughs> it just doesn't look it didn't look yeah. right. Uh, Looks like a knockwurst. We also have uh, Dwayne Dog Chapman. Ah. Dog the Bounty Hunter. And he turns uh, 70 years old today. I'm, I'm very sorry yeah. and I apologize with all my heart. That's him. He keeps mm. that on his phone at the ready because he, he said a number of stupid things. He, <laughs> he Yes. Uh, just hit that button, would you? I'm, I'm very sorry, and I apologize with all my heart. <laughs> he just has it ready to go. Yeah, yeah. It gets used so often. Uh, actress Gemma Arterton. Uh, she was in the movie Clash of the Titans. She played kind of the, uh, I guess, a spiritual connection to the gods or something. Like yeah. a beautiful, beautiful woman. Gorgeous. She's in um, uh, Quantum of Solace as well. Ah, okay. Long girl. Yeah, she's uh, 37 today. Another beautiful woman by the name of Julia Fox, the actress. She was in Uncut Gems. That was kind of the oh. one of the main uh, credits I saw. I know everybody kind of Uncut Gems. That's reacts. all. You, that's the yeah. only thing you can hear when I hear that. Uncut I never job. saw it. I heard it's a pretty messed up movie. It, it, it's it's not. Um, you'll you'll see it once and that'll be enough. It yeah. is. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it gives you anxiety. And Adam Sandler's excellent in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, you know, she actually is. Uh, a former Kanye squeeze. Okay. Yeah. Before I see it, uh, what is what is the the source of the the tension? The, the way it's shot. Um, there's like everybody's talking over, like right. you know, like it's like multiple dialogues happening at once. And okay. Sandler's character's not all that. You know, everyone's sort of just. Uh, are they sleazy, slimy? Yeah, it's, okay. it's in the, the, the Diamond District, and there's a whole bunch of crap going on. Yeah. Uh, so, Julia Fox from Uncut Jobs. Oh, Fox. Uncut Jobs. Yeah. Yeah, Fox. Uh, she's 33 today. And then the last birthday I have is Shakira. Oh, Shakira. Shakira is celebrating her 46th birthday today. Look at this song when I'm vacuuming. I do the dance. What was the performance between with her and Jayla? Was that Super Bowl? Yeah. That was like one of my favorites. Uh, the belly dance thing. It's insanely Very hot. Very sexy. It's insanely hot. Now she's fighting all sorts of tax, is- tax issues. So, oh, yeah? Oh, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. Really? All right, well, she turns uh, 46 years old today. I heard she hired Wesley Snipes as her accountant, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, Chris, I just found one more that's a friend of the show. Uh-huh. It's uh, Adam Ferrara's birthday. Today. Hey! We 
We love Adam. Turns to 57. That's excellent. Happy birthday to uh, the great Adam Farrar, comedian, Top Gear, uh, Nurse Jackie, bunch of uh, bunch of projects. So uh, he's, he's a good friend. He's great. Uh, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. Who wrote the book? Black Profiles Encouraged, 215-263-WMMR. We will go to Andrew, see if he knows the answer. Hi, Andrew. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Well, great, buddy. All right, so do me a favor and tell me who authored the book, Black Profiles Encouraged. It's uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You are hey! correct. Yes, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Hang on, Andrew. You got it right. We'll give you a four-pack of tickets for Philadelphia Wings game versus the Albany Firewolves this Saturday, February 4th, Wells Fargo Center. You can be there for lacrosse for all, which is a celebration of the history and diversity of the game. You can get your tickets now at wingslax.com. Uh, we will begin with Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis. Apparently, they're still trying to work out their child custody issues. Sources tell TMZ that the Ted Lasso star's lawyer, Bill Bezlow, is attempting to have the remaining issues resolved by a New York judge when a previous ruling stated that all custody issues would be resolved in Los Angeles. So there's a financial difference uh, depending on where all of this is resolved. Yeah, according to the insider, Sudeikis does not want child support from Wild and is willing to pay her a reasonable amount as long as the decision is made by either a New York judge or between the two of them. Uh, The Don't Worry Darling director, however, wants things settled in California. Mm -hmm. So that's where they're kind of running into this bit of an issue. But they meet halfway across the country. Why? Yeah, do it in Chicago. What's the difference? Because in New York, the the monetary impact against Sudeikis would be larger. Uh, So in California, the the rules would tend to favor her. Okay, got it. Okay, Uh, so a hearing is set uh, in New York for February 15th, so... Uh, Keanu Reeves has been granted a temporary restraining order against a man who claims that he is related to the actor. Wow. 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 Uh, the Matrix stars Reeves. Uh, lawyer Matthew Rosengart submitted paperwork to a Los Angeles court on Tuesday uh, to seek protection for Reeves and his partner Alexander Grant against a man they claim has been harassing them for months. And he, sa- he's, he says he's a relative? Yes, he claims this. So okay. Brian Keith Dixon is his name. He's a 38-year-old man. Reportedly trespassed onto the actor's $5.6 million Hollywood Hills property six times between November 5th and January 20th. I'm your long-lost brother. According to court documents <laughs> seen by the outlet, uh, Dixon attempted to make contact with the John Wick star each time. Uh, it went as far as... Reeves having to hire a private security team to investigate the alleged intruder, which he uh, who has been sharing several posts on social media mm. in which he claims to be the actor's blood relative. I was told by Socrates to come see him. <laughs> <laughs> Reeves and his partner, Alexandra, claim that the alleged stalker has been harassing them for months in his bizarre social media post. Ah, uh, gets in people's heads. Uh, Dixon called himself Jasper Keith Reeves. Oh, he's got the same last name. This is legit. And he wants to put the actor in charge of him. And okay. he also wants to assign his personal rights to Keanu. Like, he wants him to take over his life. What's the guy worth? Uh, Dixon allegedly once left a backpack containing a DNA testing kit. Mm. 
and uh, the actor's property uh, at the actor's property, despite a bid to prove Sweet that, backpack. that they are related, and a claim that Reeves, of course, denies. Yeah, of course. Um, Reeves's uh, private security team uncovered Dixon's extensive run-ins with the law, which also includes recent convictions for assault, resisting arrest, and disorderly conduct in the state of Rhode Island. You know that footage that uh, exists of Reeves running a tactical course with his weapons training? I, I would not F with uh, him. Uh, Dixon is ordered to appear in court on February 24th. It's not the first time that he's obtained a restraining order from an alleged stalker. In 2014, a 50-year-old woman, Carrie Cullen Rouse, was ordered to stay away from Reeves after she was found at Reeves' home where she swam in his pool and took a shower in his house. Mm. Rouse has been placed in a psychiatric where are my cocoa pops? Uh, facility since then. So this guy says that somehow or another he's related to Keanu. Yeah. It's funny because Keanu Reeves seems like one of the most chill guys. Like yeah. you would probably, you know, stop and take a picture or something, you know, all that stuff. And you have these people. You have the one. He has like... Um, inverse stalkers like one guy wants to turn everything over to him right and the other one just wants to take a shower yeah so in the broad scheme of stalkers he's doing okay i guess so but he he definitely wants them away from yeah. him now another similar uh claiming to be a relative uh story uh is about johnny depp now he's the proud father of two kids but he may secretly have had a third <gasps> Filipino child with a woman he met while filming a movie in the Philippines in 1986 uh, and the man says he has some evidence to prove his case. In a now viral TikTok video, a man shares photographic and DNA evidence to prove that he's Johnny Depp's unknown son. Uh, his name is James, and he starts the video, which he captioned, Why I Think Johnny Depp Might Be My Biological Father, by confidently saying <clears throat> that the actor was in the Philippines in 1986 filming a movie, and there was a photo of a young woman sitting uh, behind him on a set uh, who he believes to be his, is so. There's, a, I guess, there's a photo of Johnny and sitting, uh, sitting behind him on set. Uh, uh, is the photo of the woman he believes it to be his biological mother in that there, photo? There's video supposedly of him teaching his son better table manners. They're they're sitting around and they're eating oh. a snack food. I think we have audio of that. Liar, whore, liar, whore, and you know it. No, no I don't know it. what you're talking about. For 15 minutes. Oh, that. Okay. My bad. <laughs> this one. For 15 straight minutes, I've been watching you putting your big fat fingers into your disgusting mouth, which is filled with God knows what kind of bacteria. And then you take the same big fat filthy fingers and you stuff them back into the bowl that is there for public consumption. What the f*** are you thinking, John? Well, I wasn't thinking, Jimmy. I'm sorry. See, that's the way Just a dad, yeah. Yeah. dad would talk to you. Well, and he, he asked his children to call him Jimmy, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. So, uh, I like the sound of Jimmy. Uh, he, he then claims his birth certificate states <clears throat> that his biological father is unknown or not named. James also mentions that he doesn't even know his actual birthday since his mother uh, was given a citation for not registering a live birth for up to a year. List his first address as 21 Jump Street. Then he claims that his mother abused him after they both moved to America at the same time that the black mass actor was getting big in Hollywood. Just saying. He added that he was uh, met with violence whenever he brought up the topic of his biological father in front of his mom. Mm. Uh, being the 11th in the uh, platoon cast, 
Depp obviously had a small role in the movie, which was filmed in the Philippines in 1986, and he wasn't as popular as he is now. I gotta he's say, early on in his career, the guy sort of does look like Depp a little bit, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I see it. Uh, he claims that he inherited 16% Scottish, 25% English, with some Welsh, German, Irish, and other European countries from his father's side. And interestingly enough, Johnny Depp's family history shows that the actor is mainly of English descent with some Irish, German, and French ancestry. Mm. So, I don't know. Yeah. I just, don't know. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyhow, we'll see. I doubt it'll go anywhere. No, no. He or, you know, why not just add it to the list of court uh, yeah. sessions he'll be having? Uh, Alyssa Milano has apologized for bullying Britney Spears. I'm, I'm very sorry, and I apologize with all my heart. She's a smoker. A rep for the actress told TMZ that Milano reached out to the singer privately Wednesday to apologize for her December tweet asking, quote, someone to please go check on Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she said it sarcastically. No, I don't know, but somebody Spears should check on Britney Spears. Spears responded to the tweet on Instagram. Do you respond to tweets on Instagram? Well, yes, sure. she has a special service. Okay, she probably then, just made her own post. Uh, writing, it saddens me <clears throat> to see things about me from people who don't know me. This definitely feels like a form of bullying. Ladies, we are supposed to be rooting for one another, not pulling one another down. So I guess you reach out and apologize. I agree with Kathy on this one. It just seems like Alyssa Milano is concerned about Britney Spears. I, it sounds like that to me, too. Like, we've seriously. Said, we've said the same thing Yeah, uh, with the recent activity. Yeah, she seems off, quite off, you know. so Like that whole incident in the restaurant yeah. Yeah. where she was uh, screaming at a lobster. Well, she yeah, she was speaking gibberish apparently. Yeah. So, liar, whore, liar, whore, and you know it. All right. Well, uh, another of her ilk, Jessica Simpson, because they came from that same they did, realm. Yes. The you know the Mickey Mouse Club and everything. Which Jessica Simpson was in the I Mickey Mouse Club. I believe she was, wasn't she? Or you, know, Christine Aguilera was. I know that. And okay, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, well, amongst that, the Justin Timberlake, the young songstresses of that area. Uh, but Jessica didn't share everything in her best-selling memoir, Open Book, in a new short story for Amazon Original Stories. Uh, the singer detailed the secret romance that she had with a massive movie star years ago. Just saying. The entertainer... <laughs> Just saying. ...reveals a lot about their romance, how they met, where they kissed for the first time, and how things ended, but she didn't reveal the mystery man's name. Uh, uh, she said it all began. So I've, I've some, it's, it's a lengthy story, but I've boiled some of it down. I was trying to, in my mind, think of the time frame and who it might be. All right, so it was 2001. Yes. September 2001 at the MTV VMAs after a party. She was on break from her boyfriend, Nick Lachey, and was a hot commodity in the industry. Uh, she said, I was dodging calls from two boy banders from NSYNC and the other from Backstreet Boys. Simpson was also dodging music executives at the Bash when her bodyguard, who was in the uh, was also the star's trainer, recognized a famous face in the crowd, introduced her to him, and they flirted for a bit. Uh, the two soon ran into each other at the gym in Los Angeles where she got the movie star's number. Uh, she didn't call him. And then uh, it was later on she ended up, uh, she got back together with Nick Lachey. They got married in 2006. She was single again. Uh, and a producer type around that time told Simpson he had a mystery bachelor to set her up with and ended up connecting Simpson with the movie star guy. Uh, they met at the Beverly Hills Hotel when he was getting ready for an award show. It was one of the bungalows. They kissed for the first time. Why am I thinking Jim Barney? 
then there were uh, apparently there was another woman in his life, his girlfriend. But the movie star convinced Simpson the relationship was completely over, but uh-huh. he didn't want the press to know. Okay, so they had walked to the red carpet together. Hmm. Uh, the two continued their courtship and hung out together at clubs around L.A. And the movie star didn't hide that he was pursuing the singer. Another clue as to the actor's identity: uh, she noted they had quote different faiths but the same reverence for God. All right. And the movie star apparently talked to a spiritual healer about how he wanted to have sex with Jessica Simpson. But the spiritual healer was on board with this? They didn't indicate uh, Okay, the one that the guy hired? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Simpson uh, emphasized that while they were intimate, the two stars did not have sex, because that was her thing. She did not do unmarried liaisons. That was the whole yes. uh, predicate there for that, yep. that whole series. Remember, they had, there was the footage of the dad talking in the opening credits about how she was a good girl and yeah. all that stuff. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, so, but not for a lack of trying on the movie star's part. He flew her on a private jet Ooh. to the East Coast for a ro- romantic rendezvous while he filmed the movie. At their As their secret relationship continued, the actress uh, recalled meeting him at a hotel, but she was uh, directed to go up the uh, apparently the fire stairs, the back stairs, to reach his room. Later, she realized that was because he wanted to quote hide me from his chick. When did, uh, when did George Burns die? Oh, stop it! <laughs> uh, so um, we we had you know obviously years ago there was that uh, episode with Bam apparently that was rumored, but I, Bam's not. He was called Bam a movie star. star. Not even close. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, she didn't. uh, She said she didn't kick the movie star out of her room, but we did. I've got to be going now. We did not have sex. Huh? And she said he had lied to me, saying that I was the only one. But I was honest with myself, so maybe going forward, I didn't need to feel as insecure as I thought I was because he was still with this other gal. So she left the next day without saying a word, and she said that was the first time I ever felt truly empowered since I was married. And it was mine alone. She was, uh, She was. I mean, you think of that moment in time. She was a hot commodity. I oh, mean, yeah. I, you think of that, <laughs> the Dukes of Hazard movie. She was, she was of the, all those, you know, yeah. Britney and, and uh, Christina and that whole crew. Jessica Simpson was the one that I was like, that's, yep. she's my one. Uh, but Simpson didn't leave empty handed. She said, I needed a trophy for this achievement. So I took the pillowcase that he slept on. <laughs> I didn't care if it was creepy or if I had to pay for it, and I w- it would send the message, this was fun, but now I have a memory of you. Uh, the movie star called her. Uh, she didn't pick up, and apparently just never, you know, they never reached She should have taken his Oscar for Philadelphia. Uh. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know who it would have been. Yeah, it, I, it, It's too much effort to go back and try and too figure much. it out for me. I don't really care that much about it, but it's interesting. Jillian Anderson is working on a generation-defining book about sex. Uh, the sex education star made a plea to her followers on Twitter to send her anonymous letters about their personal desires oh, yeah. at com. Uh, she said in the clip, as women, we know that uh, sex is about more than just sex. And yet, so many of us don't talk about it. Our deepest, most intimate fears and fantasies remain locked away inside of us until someone comes along with the key. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) It's disgusting. (laughs) Just saying. Just saying. (laughs) Just saying. For the last six minutes, I've watched you put your fingers into that potpourri. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you don't like it? I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> the finished product will be published by Bloomsbury Books, by the way. How would so how how many co- 
copies will that thing sell? You know, it's, it's I like know. I, I have no idea. I don't know. Put Johnny Depp in it. I mean, do you think? Do you think no? Like no one will well, buy it. Well, uh, it appeals to a specific audience. She'll go right. through. Uh, there, you know. Think of. I was just thinking of this the other day. I was going through Audible and looking for some new, you know, books to listen to. Think of the, you know, we talk about the multitude of available material to dive into. It's ridiculous. This is insane. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. She's going to market it towards women, sex, women, and, you know, and, and uh, who are looking for more than just sex. Not a fan. Yeah, she said uh, it's more than sex. It's, it's more a, than a feeling. Intimate. Is that, are you singing Boston? Okay. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's see. If you want uh, to age as well as Paul Rudd. I do. You need to get your eight hours of sleep per night. I won't. Uh, he told Men's Health that sleep is his secret. He said, then diet, then weights, and then cardio. Uh, people ask me, can you send me your meal plan? How, How many, do you do all that while you're asleep? How many times a week do you work out? Do you drink? Do you eat carbs? Do you have a cheat day? And he said, the most important part of training is sleep. And I don't have any other further details than that. <clears throat> Uh, but uh, man, I try to get I try to get my amount of sleep, and I just end up not getting it. It's, it's so uh, you know, yeah. I, and I know what you're job, talking about. It's, it's just I, not possible. It's just yes. It's just it, the exactly. Getting, it's going to bed. It's yeah. that part of it. It's it's getting up there and and telling myself you need to go to bed now. I think it actually might be more possible. And correct me if I'm wrong, because I think you guys have all done it. But if we worked the overnight shift. You can at least adjust the entire sleep <laughs> schedule. The way that you our could. lives, the way that our lives work, is that um, you know we we stay up and watch a TV show or, <sighs> or a sporting event or yeah. whatever, yeah. go out and have dinner, and then by the time we're ready to go to bed, and then by the time we're getting up in the morning, it's never eight hours. Right? I don't know. I My, worked that overnight shift for a little while, and hard? honestly, the entire I felt sick. Yeah, yeah. The, like, I, I I did it too. It, you're not it supposed. Worse. You're not uh, supposed to do that. No, okay. it, your yeah. body, it, yeah, your body is not supposed to be awake no. at that time. Okay, yeah. no, that's funny. Though, when, I, when I try and go to bed at a decent hour or like maybe even early, it's like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Why are you going to bed so early? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you, you have to run the gauntlet. I've worked every shift on the clock, and I'm telling you, the home run, Pierre Robert has it. Oh, yeah. Midday shift yeah. is just the best. It's like a nine to five. Oh, it's, it, and it's even better. You yeah. get off a little early. A little early. Yeah. You still have time to do something. Yeah. You don't have to get up too early. Mm-hmm. Do you think we yep. can do our show? Uh, middays. In middays instead? I would love to do a midday morning well, show. Well, one more comment. <laughs> well, there, you know, there was a brief time when we were leaving Y100 that you guys were talking about I, I don't think it was midday. I think it was afternoon drive. And I was like, that would be amazing. Yeah. You know, we came here. It was still morning. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I worked um, I worked 3 to 11 at or, or 3 to midnight, basically, um, at NBC 10 for a very long time. I loved that shift. That okay. was 3 that to was midnight? Yeah, yeah. That was great. Yeah. YSP was courting us for, for afternoon. For afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not remembering this correctly. When we did the shows from London, what time did they start in London? Like um, 11? Oh, that was nice. uh, six hours yeah, ahead yeah, there. Yeah. So noonish, yeah, yeah noon, around noon. noon. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we should just all move to London, yes. but still do the <laughs> maybe. Tell you what I'll do, Philly, Philly morning show from yeah. London. Can't do that, but I'll pay a guy to play a road cone out in the parking lot. <laughs> all right, <laughs> to make you feel like, we're like, like you're in London. That's daily entertainment right there. Uh, Preston uh, in the road cone. <laughs> for those that don't know, when we were staying in Leicester Square. There was a guy whose talent was playing, blowing into a road cone. Not even blowing, just going. Whee! And he did it for hours. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, Pete Davidson has switched up his look, apparently. Uh, the SNL Live. The SNL Live. The SNL <laughs> alum 
showed off his new shaved head. Oh. While um, sitting courtside between Jon Stewart and uh, Hassan Minhaj at the New York Knicks game on Tuesday night. I approve of the look. He already has pretty short cropped hair. Right? Yeah. yeah. This is a... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It looks a little bit... He looks a little bit cleaner. Okay. I think. What do you think, Kathy, with the shaved head? You're you're a yeah. fan of the... Yeah. You like that? Yeah. Why, yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, okay. yeah. No, it looks good. All right. Courtside, by the way. Yeah. yeah In that of realm. Of course. What do you think courtside seats go for? I don't know. There. Uh, yeah, they're hugely expensive here. I was actually talking to a former referee for the NBA, and yeah. he was talking about how ridiculous oh. just the regular seats are. Just, yeah. a, just a ballpark? But, but yeah, because I, I was saying that I would love to go to, he's like, hey, next time the uh, Sixers just play there, saying. he's like, just give me a call. <laughs> just and uh, and yeah, I, can, I can hook you up, because like tickets on just like the regular season tickets, yeah. like five, six, seven hundred bucks a pop. Casey, I was trying to help out this kid through LLS. He was the uh, Leukemia Lymphoma Society's uh, boy of the year last year and i uh, the gala where i, I was uh, got man of the year i asked him what was one thing that you know i maybe i can help you with and he said courtside tickets to the sixers game and i said okay well let me see what i can do right uh, so i reached out to the sixers apparently um they, the person that has those courtside seats has to give them up for the night you got gotcha. you can't just buy them so seats right. down low are possible but like sitting in nights Shyamalan seats uh, he just has to either give them to you or say, I'm not going tonight. I did sit courtside one time. Did you really? Yeah, and they were, uh, oh, my God, I'm having a brain fart. Um, you took it for some make-a-wish kid, right? No, no, no. <laughs> Easy pickings, bro. I have bad news, Billy. I don't know if you listen to the radio, but Preston Elliott is going to the game tonight. <laughs> now, uh, former president of uh, the Sixers. Sixers. Oh, Pat Croce. Pat Croce. Hey, Thank you, God. Oh, Unless I got in some trouble over a cigar, I'm not going to be able to make the game tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no. No? No. Oh, Pat Croce. Croce gave oh. me courtside seats one time. Uh, and it, I've uh, it after that, it was known to me as Rolex Row. Yeah. Oh my God! Yes, I, I looked down the 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 row, and everybody who was sitting there was wearing a Rolex. It was crazy. Um, my watch has a calculator. In it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was cool. It was that's the way to watch basketball, man. Yeah. Right oh there. Oh my God! You know, no, no, they they do give they do give those seats away because um, like when I worked there, you got to know obviously the the regulars, the people that came all the time, and. At least when I was there, the switchover of the courtside seats um, was, I would say, was okay. pretty high. So, so I'm just saying, like whoever owned those just seats, saying. whoever bought those season <laughs> tickets, were you know, were definitely giving them to people. Uh, would they ever? Would they ever do like a like a, a fan bump up from you know? Well, uh, the Flyers do. The Flyers give they do what's, that. Yeah. What's called a uh, uh, ice row seats. Yeah, and uh, or glass row seats. So you're literally on the glass. And but believe it or not, I've been lucky enough to sit there once. They're not great. No. Right. Oh, really? You really no. can't see what's going on. You end up watching the TV screen above you uh, right. because the action's so fast. I mean, it's a neat experience, but if you want to watch the hockey game, it's not a terrific spot. You also have the curvature it. of the glass going around you the corners. Do. It kind of obscures things a little bit. Yeah. yeah. They sound fantastic, and it is, it's a neat experience, but it's not a cool way to watch the game. or not a great way to watch the, uh, the actual action on the ice. Um, it's cool to watch basketball, though. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. All right, so one more quick story. The Blacklist will cross off its very last name in 2023. This year, NBC's long-running crime drama. Still running? Uh, recently, yeah. yep, noted by TV Line as one of 13 broadcast series with uncertain futures. Uh, well, and its upcoming 10th season 
uh, the network announced. Uh, the showrunner John uh, Eisendrath said, after 10 years, hundreds of blacklist cases and more than 200 episodes produced were honored uh, to reach our conclusion. I loved the first couple of years of that show. And then, Casey, I know you were watching as well. Yeah. And then, President, they do that thing where they're like, Oh, I don't like this direction, and and uh, they keep going down different paths, and and they had great. That's why, in the broad scheme of things, we've said it now a, a number of times. Give me a three or four year run. Mm-hmm. Give me your best in that time frame. That that thing of having to pump out new directions and new plot directions over the course of multiple years. I think just. Where's yeah? Uh, yeah, I think five seasons is about right. Yeah, you know, like uh, like, like Stranger that. Things is near and dear to me. It's one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. But I think one more season will do it. That's it. I think yeah. it'll be yeah. it. Now, Ted Lasso. I want two more seasons. Yeah. I don't want three seasons. I want a little bit more. That will feel right. a bit incomplete. Yeah. yeah. But you guys are talking about streaming shows, and this is a network show. And network yeah. shows, they what do they do? Like twenty four freaking episodes a year, and yeah. so now, like we love an eight. To 10 episode arc. Give us your best. Yeah, 10 max, yep. really, but like eight solid hours of storytelling. You know, but like these guys, it's, uh, <clears throat> I just feel like when, when it's networks, it's just a lot of fluff. Well, they just crank it out. Supernatural is a perfect example. Yeah. See, I love that series, Supernatural. Yeah. And there was an actual time when the series was supposed to wrap up. Yeah. And I remember Preston in that final year where it's supposed to wrap up, the ratings were huge for it. And then they extended nearly double. So they, it was like six years. They went six more and, and then some. Mm. So it's like, uh, we, and they're telling the same story over and over again. Is The Walking Dead still on? Yeah, it well, is. It's, yeah, I think it just wrapped up. I Did actually, it? Yeah. Um, uh, and I've watched all the episodes, and then they, they always take these stupid mid-season breaks. We're like, oh, we're going to do four episodes. We're taking a little bit, a little bit of a break. Did they and have I, the official wrap-up? I Thought they did. Uh, I'll have to check my, my DVR. Have, in case I thought there would have been more of a. Uh, I mean, they were they were building to it. I thought there would have been more of a. Well, of a, I watched. Twenty twenty two was the last one. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. What? Wow. Okay. That's what I was saying because I I, I watched that. the first like four episodes and then they took a mid season break again and then I didn't go back to finish it up. No, I mean, tell, it, it let, really needs to wrap up. Let me tell you something. If they had wrapped it up maybe a year after where I. Uh, we said this many times before. My biggest disconnect is you had a guy like Negan who did yeah. all those horrendous things, and they held on, to and him. they held on to him. Yeah. Now I made it. I made it to ten seasons, and then then I was uh, yeah. then I was out. He was such a great character, and it's very reminiscent of what they did with Bobcat Goldthwait in um, Police Academy. Police Academy. He was the bad guy in the first movie. If you guys remember, right? And then he was such a great. You, you character. remember when he made one of the other characters when he when he clubbed another character's yeah. skull in yeah, with, with a bat wrapped in barbed wire? Yeah, in front of his uh, girlfriend who was pregnant. Yeah, yeah. And it was a badass, by yeah. the way, too. <laughs> that was the Bobcat Goldthwait. Remember, he's like, <laughs> the little Tasmanian. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. he was. <laughs> I thought you were being neat. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, huh? uh, the blacklist is coming. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. coming to an end, so it'll be yeah, this the premieres the, on Monday, uh, the tenth, and now final season premieres on uh, Sunday, February sixteenth. Oh, and by the way, one more thing: Pennyworth has been canceled. Oh man! Uh, after three seasons from HBO Max. So I oh, watched the first season, enjoyed it, but again, there's too much to watch. This is another one that you, you petered out on? Yeah. 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 Uh, we're ready for clips, so let's go. Imagine an animated rat performing some of the most iconic dances of our generation. In this clip, Toby Ginkle <laughs> elaborates on creating intricate animated dance scenes for the film Amazing Maurice. 
Here we go. To help the animators, we had a dancer there who was uh, doing the Charleston, and he was doing tap dance references for us. Amazing, Maurice is out in theaters today. Here's the next clip. Every wedding designer's dream is to have brides say yes to their dress. And here, former say yes to the dress designer, Cheval, uh, discusses her extreme career pivot after contract negotiations went sour. Uh, my contract was coming to an end, and I attempted to renegotiate, come to the table, and um, hope for the best. But unfortunately, the, it resulted in them suing me in a federal court for the right to use my own name uh, in any business or commerce, or even to publicly identify myself. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I identify myself. Uh, say yes to the dress. Returns to TLC Sunday at 8 p.m. By the way, that was big when it premiered, right? I remember that was, was yeah a lot of buzz over that show, and yeah. that was 300 years ago. But My guess... mother-in-law loved that show. Okay, and it's a wedding dress thing, right? Yeah. 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 All right, uh, that's the last bit of information in the entertainment report. If you missed it earlier this morning, I stated that we have. A special announcement to make, and we are going to do it about one hour from now, roughly one hour from now. Uh, it's not a concert announcement. No. It's something totally different than that, and uh, it's something that I think we're going to have a lot of fun with, and we'd like you to be quite aware of the details of it as we release that about an hour from uh, now, so make sure you stay with us. I'll mention this. We used up the whole a dry erase wall in the conference room planning it. We did. Yeah, yep, we did. Absolutely. All right, so we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. That's about an hour from now, so make sure you stay with us. Be back in a moment, friend. Join Kathy Romano from the Preston and Steve Show Saturday night from 8 to 10 at DJ Wella Hands in Bluebell. It's a cardboard classic and Mountain Fest warm-up party. Enter for a chance to win VIP passes for cardboard classic and Mountain Fest at Montage Mountain, including ski passes, tickets to see Everclear, Lit, and Fuel, and a hotel room for the weekend. There's a lot going on in our city, and I've been pounding the pavements. And pounding my... No, I haven't been. I'm pounding his butt. Yeah. It's time for the city beat. For the man with the Brannick device, Khaled. Brannick <laughs> <laughs> device. That's the thing that measures your feet in that, the shoe store. That's right. That's exactly... you carry that around with you? It's called the Brannick device. I do. I'm a foot model. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Well, and his sure. feet have been used to calibrate that device. That's right. All right, uh, I do have some stories. We're going to start with this. Uh, tourism is expected to rebound to pre-pandemic levels by next year. And the spotlight may be on uh, Philly as the birthplace of our nation will be celebrating its 250th birthday. And uh, the city's two destination marketing agencies are teaming up to get the word out. Uh, so courtesy of the uh, Visit Philadelphia uh, organization and the Philadelphia Convention and Visitors Bureau... They have come up with a tagline for the new campaign. Which is? To promote Philadelphia. Oh, no. All right. All right. All right. Oh, no. Wait, good, bad, you don't know? It's funny. I, I giggle a little at it because right. it's come for Philadelphia. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, it's... You got to replace from with on. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, or in. Yeah. But I like on. <laughs> That's only half of it. Right. It's come for Philadelphia, stay for Philly. 
No. All right. Listen, no. 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 Yeah, okay. It's not bad when you read the full thing. You stopped. Steve inserted on. Like, and that's immediately what what I thought. I'm like, oh, okay. There here are. we go. This is what they're going to do. But like in a meeting, wasn't someone like, well, guys, you know, everyone's going to make this joke. Uh, there are certain things that are liabilities, and we've talked about this for years. For years, they wanted uh, billboards with our pictures on it. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, you guys were adamant it's about a, that. It's always horrendous to do that. You know, they don't need to see this. Right. There's a reason they, they, we're on the Why radio. make people uh, uh, sick? Uh, <laughs> as uh, as sick. Then, well, uh, and you know what, too? Like, I, and that logo that went up for so long, like, that kind Kind of became what you know how people recognize yeah. the show, which yeah. is great. Yeah. yeah, so come for Philadelphia. Yeah. I, and now I, I'm going to see people making videos saying I'm coming for Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, coming for come for Philadelphia, stay for Philly is the tag. Real talk. Uh, so <laughs> it was a real talk. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, there we go. Come for Philadelphia. Stay for Philly. So here's the deal. Uh, what essentially what it boils down to, what they're trying uh, to the the the, the uh, message they're trying right, to, right, to pass right. along is that uh, that uh, the, that once people that people may come here for one reason and realize that there's more of Philadelphia and they want to stay. Right. They're coming for the 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 history of Philadelphia. Right. But they stay for the uh, entertainment and the uh, the culture of Philly. If you have to explain it like that, I know it doesn't work. Right. Finish, right? Finish on Philadelphia. Yes. Stop. Oh Finish God. in Philadelphia, right? And I, then leave the next morning. I really don't mind it. I Philly, like if you <laughs> come in and pull out. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, something I don't know. What's the unofficial one for Westchester, Kathy? Come in gay, go out high, or come in high, go yeah. out gay? Come in uh, high, go uh, out gay. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah, but that's just the two street names. Yeah, that's that's not gay. like the, but, uh, the city didn't <laughs> say. Yeah. No, no, no. Hey, I, let's make I'm it aware. Fun. However, yeah. that motto has stuck in my head for twenty Man, plus it works years. Than Philadelphia, yeah. you'll blow your wad. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, a, I mean the college is right there, yeah. so some college kid came right? up with that, and it's yes. stuck. There you go. Yeah. That yeah. talks about commerce. Once again, right? we're doing our show over here. Yeah. I know you yeah. are. Let's, let's we could podcast. Yeah, so we'll do can the podcast. Yeah, everybody will listen. Check it out on uh, WMR.com. <laughs> and this might be more entertaining. <laughs> the um, uh, blow it out. Uh, what did I just say? I'm blow your wad. Blow your wad. How about blow um, it out your ass? I like that, too. It's, All uh, right. So, anyhow, uh, the citywide special, uh, for example, the shot and beer combo created at South Street Dive Bar Bob and Barbara's in the 1990s has been spreading to bars and taverns in nearly every neighborhood and nearly every style. It's highlighted in a tagline that compares it to the Liberty Bell and Independence Hall. So, this is what they're doing. They're, they're taking some of the uh, iconic things of Philadelphia uh, that are kind of old school and yes. then marrying them with uh, newer things. So... Uh, Harriet's Bookshop, the unique uh, Fishtown bookstore founded in 2020 by Janine A. Cook and curated to celebrate black American pride and educate about black history, shares space on a promo with the American Revolution. Uh, other editions uh, of the first promotional campaign feature Thai restaurant uh, Kalea. Uh, and the Rodan Museum. Oh, I love that monster. Uh, and the eclectic... Uh, no, no, not... Uh, Next to the Godzilla Museum. No, 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 no. Rodan was an artist. <laughs> oh, that's the right. Thinker. The thinker, of course. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and they, they, it's presented as an alternative to the Rocky statue. Uh, the eclectic art-focused <laughs> art South Street Bar Tattooed Mom contrasted with none other than the Founding Fathers. So this is what they're doing. They're trying to 
show these, uh, compare the, the historic things to the hipper things and make it more of a, is, a destination um, to come and hang. The thinker is naked? Um, yeah, I believe. Well, you don't see his junk or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, okay. He's, 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 he's doing a talk. I, yeah. You know what? I, have you guys ever been to the Rodin Museum? No. It's pretty cool. It's free, first yes. of all. You make a donation. But uh, what I didn't know about the Thinker was it's part of the um, uh, the larger or a, a different sculpture. Uh, it's a Dante's Inferno. Yes, yeah. Uh, and uh, which is this... This more encompassed uh, piece that that includes hundreds and hundreds of, of smaller sculptures, and the thinker is one of the small sculptures, and then Rodin made it into a giant. What is his? Uh, what is the thinker's um, part of that of Dante's Inferno? I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. It's it's on there. I yeah. saw it. You you can find it amongst He's, all the other uh, uh, faces and, and bodies. He's and sitting so outside the gates of hell. Oh, is that uh, it? I'm a thinker. I don't like this. Yeah. yeah. And there are several thinkers around the world, um, including many in France. But uh, the largest collection of Rodin pieces outside of France is right here in Philadelphia. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool if you want to take a look sometime. So that that is going to be a problematic slogan, I think. Uh, yeah. Come, yeah. yeah. Well, come, okay, but... come on, Phil. I mean, uh, <laughs> blow your wad. Uh, come for Philadelphia. Yeah. Stay for Philly. Well, we're obviously not going to see this here because we're already here. Like, is it, I, I assume this is going to run in other markets. They do. They run them in other markets. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I would think so. Okay. All right. Uh, let me go elsewhere in the city beat. We're going to head to Bucks County for a moment. Hey. If you don't mind, Kath. Uh, the Orbeez Challenge. Oh, this freaking thing. <laughs> is something that the uh, Warrington police are quite concerned about. Uh, if you don't know what Orbeez are, uh, it's a super absorbent polymer colored bead. Uh, and when it's dry, it's really, really tiny. But you put it in water and it grows to 100 to 300 times the original size. Uh, but they're super soft. Like, I, I actually made a comment about this. I said you could throw 100 of these at a baby and they wouldn't get hurt. Like Nerf right. soft? Softer. Softer. Yeah, softer. super, super. Well, so anyway, Kath, have you ever, you know, they'll use them in like foot spas. Yeah. Like you dip your feet into those. We used to make, you know, when, when everybody was into making slime, uh, Jason yeah. and I would make slime and we would put these in there because it would make it colorful. Yes. When you were do, when people were doing the at-home slime. We used them as, uh, for, Rochelle was doing uh, some charity events and for the centerpieces in these large vases, they would fill them up with these Orbeez. So we had... We had to make these at home, like gigantic <laughs> tubs of yeah. these things. And all you want to do is run your hands yeah. through there and stick your feet in it. It's, it really feels stick it's like stuff a, um, in therapeutic. There. Yeah. It's I like, don't think yeah. I've ever t- felt one of these. Oh, yeah. They're almost like a stress reliever. Yeah. I don't want to say slimy, but they're yeah. they're slick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, they are. Because, you, Steve, you have to put them in water and that's how they expand. All right. So well, what are they made of? Uh, silicone. Oh. Okay. Uh, or like a polymer. So, like so, a space-age polymer. So anyway, uh, they're really, really soft. But apparently you can stick those in uh, in guns, like airsoft guns, and shoot them at people. Yeah. And this is the concern of uh, the Warrington police. And then Kathy, because a kid went into a movie theater. Yeah, a so few there, of them. There That's were, part of the challenge, a, right? There was a movie theater. There was a, a Target. There's video of, of a kid going into Target. There was one shooting at, people at Radnor Middle School. There yeah. was, yeah, There's there's been a couple of them. Yeah, so... Uh, people challenge have, of sorts. Yeah, or one of those wonderful TikTok challenges. Yeah. Challenge, and so it shows people shooting others. With uh, the video shows uh, people 
uh, shooting others with uh, the gel balls using non-lethal spring-loaded air pump mechanism, non-lethal guns like airsoft guns, gel blasters, and water pellet guns. I, but I don't even get the point of it. I mean, I, I understand the, the TikTok challenges, but like this, what is the, there is no challenge of this unless they're going in and trying to hit someone. Like the video that I it saw was, of the kid at Target, he just walked into the front door Shot it and walked out. There was no one even there. It's oh really? Like there, at least in the, in, in the the surveillance <laughs> okay. video, you right. you don't see him actually hit anybody. I think it's supposed to you're sh- supposed to shoot him at people and scare yeah. them, and then okay. you get video of it and ha ha ha. Isn't that funny? I thought they thought I was going to kill him. Yeah, because you know, so. I, I have what appears to be a gun in my hands. So right. I'm walking, but that, it was my understanding in the theater that maybe two parties had gone in. And we're shooting at each other. At each other. Oh, okay. There was also one. I don't know if that's a fact, but I thought I heard that. They charged uh, some kid uh, because they hit a 10-year-old in the face. Yeah. Um, And I guess, I think the kid was okay. I don't think he was hurt. Right. They actually ended up charging the person that did it. Hitch in the eye. It can do damage, for sure. Also, I mean, so that's the thing. Like, you're doing these things to get it a laugh, and you're putting on putting it on video, and this is all fun and games until you, you, you do it to the wrong person. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and they've, they've got like, a they've got a real gun. They have a yeah, real well, gun. Yeah. So you know, you see people like tossing things at uh, you know drive through workers or whatever. My son was laughing at this thing, and and it is kind of funny. But I was like, if you say this to the wrong guy. It's going to go the wrong way. So this guy, he when he was walking past somebody at the supermarket, he would he would either greet them by saying, um, "Hey, what's up, tough guy?" You know, and just to see how people would take being called tough guy, right? Because believe yeah. it or not, sometimes when you say that to somebody, they <laughs> they're like derogatory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sounds yeah. like you want to say start a fight. Right. Or he would say, "Hey, how you doing, jackass?" And then he would just walk the other way. And I'm like, "You're going to say that to the wrong person." Jackass is going to turn around and and. Knock you out. There's footage of a, of a guy, and this is and I didn't see it on TikTok, but the guy, the, the guy, the, the teenager, 14, 15 years old, is, is like jutting out his chest as people passing by, like prepping for a fight, ready right. to throw down. Uh-huh. So he walks okay. by some guy who catches that out of his eye, oh. turns around oh, and no. clocks him, yep. knocks him the f out because he thinks this guy, this kid, at him. is going to cold cock him. Yeah, and you either you either cross somebody who's got a, a bad temper or somebody yeah. who's had a very bad day, and that's the last straw. Mm-hmm. You gotta watch out. Or yeah. just heard the new Philadelphia tourism slogan <laughs> and realizes what a mistake it is. Uh, press apparently they're freezing them and then shooting them, so uh, that's what's making it well, a little more dangerous. It's yeah. gonna hurt. Yeah, it's yeah. An, because it's a because I don't think that you could even. They're so like mushy. I don't even know that you'd be able to shoot them very far. Yeah, I don't but know. if they're freezing them, that makes a little more sense. Yep. Yep, I'm not really sure. But and and you have to be careful when you are when you're whipping out a toy gun. Yes. <clears throat> at at first glance somebody could see it, think that it's a real weapon, and then they've got a real weapon and then you got a real problem. You remember the big step years ago? Okay, well we're gonna put an orange strip on it, or we're gonna make the barrel orange. And at that time the guns really did look very real. Sure. Uh these are more outlandish, but I don't care. You walk into a place with something that appears to be a gun. Someone will think, uh, well, I guess that's what they look like now, yeah. and you could get shot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're, uh, the police are, are putting a warning out: don't do it. Uh, and they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna bring the hammer down if they need to do. That. I, I want to see what that those things feel like, though. You guys, if you if you're talking about putting your oh, they model so quality good. feet in yep. them. Yep, absolutely. All right. We'll have to bring some in sometime. All right. you do you have any those. leftovers? I think we have loads of them. Oh, bring some in. Okay. All right. See if we can make them here. <clears throat> It'll be like Science Day, mini Science Day. Oh, I want to do. I want to do Science Day again. Uh, yeah, we'll do Orbeez for good. Yeah. Instead of the Orbeez challenge. Oh. So, um, so somebody jot down a note, and I'll I'll try to remember to do that. All right. Uh, we're gonna head down to. Uh, we're gonna head to the Delaware area. Uh, 
for City Beat for a moment and uh, kind of brandy, brandy wine and uh, and Kennett Square and all that because uh, Longwood Gardens, Ooh. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, listen to this. Has agreed to acquire and I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly. The Granoge Estate, G R A N O G U E or uh, Granague Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's 505 acres of rolling woods and farmland and a hilltop stone mansion along the Brandywine in nearby northern Delaware. Uh, Grand Oge was the home of Irene, Irene Brip DuPont Jr. I mean, eh? Her, her nickname is Brip. Brip was Brip. Brip B-R-I-P. I don't know why. Uh, she just passed away on the 16th of uh, January. She was 103 years old. Wow. And an en- engineering executive and wow. heir to the munitions and chemical company fortune. <laughs> Are you talking staggering money? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so according to Ben DuPont, a cousin of Irene's, uh, I think it's Irene, or it's Irene. Or is it Benny? Well, how did they spell it? I I R E N E E. Is it Irene? Yeah, probably Irene, and it's Irene. It's a, a Grenoble. If you ever go to Longwood Gardens, they have a really interesting family family lineage of of the all of the uh, Duponts. Well, they own that. Yeah, where there's eight states were, but including that one, there's there's another um, gardens in Delaware. So the Dupont family was enormously and continues to be enormously influential in that uh, entire area. I'm telling you what, dude, and they they owned. They picked the beautiful property oh down there. Oh my God! There's a. I'm, I'm fortunate enough. I have a, I have a good friend who's a, a, a member at this uh, golf club called Bitterman, and uh, so occasion I get to go down there and play that golf course. It's a Isn't Pearl that Jam the song. comment and, and deep impact? <laughs> what's that? It's a Pearl Steve Jam did song. one joke and I did a Pearl Jam joke. <laughs> Not Bitterman. Bitterman. Oh, no, I, I said Bitterman. Bitterman. Yeah, Bitterman is oh, deep impact. No. Deep impact. Right. But anyway, we covered um, both <laughs> music and film. Kathy, you have anything TV related? <laughs> no. Okay. Outside of going to play golf there. I just like driving to there because you go through these yeah. rolling hills of that kind of Wilmington North. It, it it's gorgeous. is gorgeous. It is absolutely stunning. Bucolic. There. I, what does bucolic mean? Beautiful pastor. Okay, there you go. Irene was a, was a man, by the way, not a woman. Oh, okay. It was a, uh, one of the Dupont heirs. Uh, but covered bridges and just rolling uh, fields and beautiful scenery. It's just fantastic in that area. And and yeah, Dupont owned a lot of that property down that way. So are they saying what they're doing with this? So just as of now, uh, they are uh, just saying. According to Ben Dupont, there are no real plans other than preserve the 505 acres and to make it available for the public to enjoy. So they may leave it underdeveloped, but you can get out and uh, and go through and, well, and that would and be phenomenal. The, the, make the it public land. Think of the amount. Uh, you know that is an entire career for. Think of the maintenance on Longwood Gardens. Yeah. Think, think of the. You know when you break out your lawnmower during the. <laughs> think of what goes on over there. I and I that could, oh, sorry, that could be a, a next career for me. Like I would like to work there and do the. You know, be responsible for some of the displays. Do you ever like? The, the Morris uh, Arboretum, yeah, it, which it, is yeah. a little bit more... I, I love it as well. Uh, that, but start small and then work your way up to Longwood Gardens. Rochelle's going to get uh, uh, season passes for Longwood Gardens. Yeah. Loves going there. I think you it. get preferential or, or, like, first dibs on, like, the holiday. You the, do. The, you do get Claire, a, Claire has... My, my wife has them. And uh, that, that, So I tried two years in a row to go and yeah. sold out. I, I couldn't get tickets. Yeah, you're, you, you definitely get tickets to that. And it's not expensive. 
No. Um, so I texted a guy named Dan the other day, and I was texting the wrong Dan. I ended up texting a guy named Dan Major. He worked at Longwood, and he got back to me. And so thanks, Dan. He says, this is Dan from Longwood's Fountain Fireworks and Drone Show. Have you seen oh, that? Yes. Okay, so I love it. I, I really want to check it out. The, they redid the fountains and the fireworks, and uh, it's supposed to be gorgeous, but I haven't seen it yet. Oh, well, I don't think I've seen it redone because I went okay. years ago. Um, and, it's uh, so gorgeous it, out there. It really is. And there's a, a place around here, uh, if you are into this kind of stuff, called Chanticleer Gardens. It's um, I've never been there, and I pictures of it all yeah. the time. It's in like Radnor, Villanova area, and it's sort of like a mini Longwood Gardens, but it was a, uh, a, a state as well for a rich family from Philadelphia, and they have uh, uh, basically gardens that are like Longwood, just a lot smaller. Uh, Longwood says 1.6 million people visited the gardens along Route 1 in the year ending September 30th, making it one of the state's top tourist destinations. Uh, the steeply rolling land at uh, Grenogue. Uh, including extensive oak and beech trees, stonewater towers and ponds, paved and unpaved roads, and at least two farm properties grazed by cattle and planted with corn and soybeans in recent years. Cattle! West across the Brandywine River uh, from a 1,300-acre wooded expanse of First State National Historic Park. Uh, the property is north of Delaware's Brandywine Creek State Park. What was the name of DuPont's... Um a stage that's featured in the movie. Um, Foxcatcher. Fox, that's it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's where he believed there were uh, wrestlers in the walls. People in his walls yeah. telling him all kinds of crazy things. I told you there's uh, a guy I used to know down... Uh, I know everybody. Yeah. Everything, all, all, I've kn- everything I know is around golf courses. But anyway, <laughs> DuPont Country Club, there was a guy that used to work there that told me the story that John DuPont, uh, there's a house nearby there, he, he had a tank... <laughs> And he would go over and at his at his parents' house, he would fire dummy rounds from the tank at the house. Wow. Because they wouldn't let him bring his girlfriend to Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> so he fired dummy rounds from a tank at, at the his house. house. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. it's a fascinating family. And there's, like, accusations of inbreeding. For oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and, like, so there are... Healthy branches of the Dupont family, and then right. We actually knew firing ones. There was a, uh, a like a Y one hundred. Do you remember the? She was like a. Oh yeah, we had that girl that was an heir to the Dupont. Air, she brought in yeah. her family. her stock portfolio. Yeah, because we had asked, we wanted to talk to uh, multimillionaires. Yes, or, or we were trying to find our richest listener. Yes. That was it. Yes, and she had called in. And she ended up being a Hooters girl. Yeah, wasn't yeah. She, she yeah. was like, yes. right? She yeah, was she was gifted yeah. up there. And uh, she, but but she was kind of a, uh, I, I, she even self-proclaimed kind of black sheep of the family. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she was pretty cool. Yeah, she was really cool. Yeah. I miss her. Yeah, yeah she was Aww. sweet. Yeah. I miss all the billionaires in my life. I do, too. <laughs> Especially the ones with big boobs. Hold on. Uh, Tom wants to help with the DuPont name pronunciations. Hey, Tom, good morning. Uh, good morning. Hey, what's up, buddy? So is it Irene? <laughs> no, no. It's pronounced Irene. 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 And it is a man. <laughs> and it's actually a man. Okay. Yeah, a yes. yeah he was like the great-great-grandson of P.S. DuPont or something like that. <laughs> wow. How do you know um, about the family? What's that? How do you know about the family? Oh, I grew up in the Wilmington area, and uh, I actually used to do some work up around that area. I met Irene a couple of times. Wow. Uh, he's a super, super guy. Wow. And uh, he just died yeah. at age 103. Yeah. So the, the, what a life. Good, good long life. There, there's and, a, there's uh, a picture of him, Tom, in, in the uh, in the Inquirer, and he's he's just, he's like wearing shorts and cash, and it looks very cool. Oh, he was the coolest guy when he was younger. Um, he I grew up with some guys that did a lot of dirt bike riding, and uh, he rode a dirt bike. So he used to 
have these guys out, and they used to just race all around on their 500 acres all the time. Oh, and wow. uh, and when I met him, he was get he was like in his probably late 80s or something like that, and he was so down to earth. And um, he said, yeah, I used to ride dirt bikes with all those guys. And my doctor told me I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> I was getting too fragile. And uh, so you would never guess that he's, you know, this one of the richest men in the world. Wow. And um, uh, Grenogue, if, you, if you're ever up in that North Wilmington area, if you know, off of 202, um, there's a place called Smith Bridge Road. And there's a Smith Bridge is a big covered bridge. And right as you come off of that and you look up on the hill, you see this place that actually looks like a, a castle. Wow. And that's Grenoble. Okay. And, uh, okay. So everybody from the Newcastle County area, uh, Wilmington area, um, uh, I went to A.I. DuPont High School, and um, it's we all know that area. Yeah. What does the A.I. So stand for? AI stands for Alexis I. Dupont. Oh, someone and, uh, it's a family. All right, okay. okay. Yeah, he was one of the family members way back in the day. Actually, if I remember correctly, Alexis I. Dupont was killed in a gunpowder explosion um, back when they were manufacturing. It's a wild gunpowder. I want to. Yeah. I want to see a full documentary. You know, what a what a storied family. The whole Dupont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's got to be one out there somewhere. I would think. Well, it's funny. It's funny that you mention that because. Uh, uh, a good friend of mine that I grew up with is just working on a documentary, uh, and there is a promo right now. It's about 20 minutes long. It's on YouTube. I hope I'm allowed to say this. You can um, say YouTube. But, but it's, it's called Powder Men. Oh. Powder Men. Okay. And if you, if you Google that and, or you know, search for it on YouTube and sit down and watch it, it's, it's only 20 minutes long because it's just a promo for a longer series. It's going to be kind of like a Ken Burns thing. Oh, ex well, and, excellent. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's really funny that you guys bring this up because, you know, this, um, he's been working on this thing for years. And uh, it's just, I love the, the history. It's just fascinating history. Well, Nick, Nick did a search for it on YouTube. He, he searched Powderman DuPont, and the first video that came up, it says, DuPont, the most evil business in the world. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> no, that is oh, not that it. Okay. Scratch that yeah, one off the list. <laughs> Under powder men, uh, but there was a there was a film that was done. It says the Dupont story in 1950. So I assume that's a that's a documentary that was made several years ago. But uh, um, yeah, no, it's not not that one. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll look for that. Yeah, send us the link. Yeah, yeah, please, yeah, please do, Tom. Yeah, it's brand new. Yeah, I'll send you the link. Okay. Uh, who should I send it to? Send it to me, Nick at WMMR.com. Oh, okay. Nick, you and I have talked before. I'm All the right. guy that does the basement waterproofing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, about your basement you a while back. That's right, yeah. Excellent. You're our go-to. All right, Tom, we got Ron. Thanks for the call, bub. We appreciate it. Okay. All right, take care. Okay. We'll see you later. Okay. All right. We also have the Pitcairn family in the area who yeah. is also, you know, there's some good and bad behind Interesting them. Interesting characters in, yeah. that, in that line. Pitcairn uh, Island. Family line. Goes to them. That's where the, the, uh, the, the mutiny on the bounty, you know, they... Um, they made it to that island. That's... I have a, f a friend that was uh, married into the family. is no longer, but, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> now it's over. You've heard some stories. <laughs> um, all right. Well, anyway, Longwood Gardens is, uh, has picked up that uh, property, and uh, I, I, they're not going to expand the gardens part of it into that, but they're going to... Uh, they may develop down the road and, and do something, but for now, they've they've just it's a part of that. In fact, the Dupont, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, the Longwood Gardens 
was a DuPont property yes, it was. back in the day, and they they obtained it. So from, this might actually, that might happen down the road, but right now it's going yeah. to be at least accessible to people. That's 500 acres. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. All right. I got to say what's up to Zane. He texted him from Bitterman Golf Club. He's, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's the irrigation technician there, so listens all the time. So thank you, man. We appreciate that. Do they think they have any uh, chinch bugs there? Uh, or manganese. <laughs> a lot of people don't know what that is. Uh, but it's a stunning golf course. So anyway, that whole area is just beautiful. If you ever just want to take a drive sometime, head down to that area. Wilmington Golf Club, all that stuff. Clear your mind. Just, it is just absolutely beautiful. It's a, it's a wonderful part of the country. All right, um, that's all we have time for? Yeah, yeah. we got to wrap up the city beat, y'all. i got to put my Brannock device in my pocket and head out of here. Uh, Atlanta's more set song, right? Yeah, it is, in my pocket. <laughs> so uh, we have an announcement coming yes. up. We're going we're gonna to return. We're going to do the Bizarre File. And then the following break, we have an announcement of an event that is going to be taking place. Not a concert announcement. It's an event announcement. And uh, something we're going to need your help with as well. So we hope that you're going to stick around for that information as we roll it out. We'll be back in just a second. Stay with us. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. This is Virginia Lottery Recording Session. We're rolling. Coming this Tuesday. Actually, just read option one. New games every Tuesday? Perfect. For more information, visit VALottery.com slash Tuesday. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Before we do the Bizarre File, this breaking news just in. Phil saw his shadow. Oh, hey! That means six more weeks of winter. Oh, the problem is he has just absolute accuracy uh, uh, with this, <laughs> and so this portends horrible things. Uh, no, yeah, we'll. It's, 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 there's no sway. In 2021 and 2022, he also saw his shadow. Right. I don't remember what the, those winters were like, so I have no idea. Uh, but he, it, the, the but well, you know what he didn't see? COVID. Uh, so, you didn't see that yeah, How can you rely on Yeah, that exactly. Bastard. All right, so anyhow, there you go. It's the uh, 137th time uh, that uh, Phil has been called upon to uh, predict the weather. Yes. And uh, there you go. So it's in the history books now. Phil saw his shadow. Right. Six more weeks of winter. Like and, you'll notice. Yeah. All right, I want to move along quickly because we need to do the bizarre file, then we need to break and come back and get to this announcement. So here we go. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. All right, it's brought to you by Manhattan Bagel. Place your order today for a sandwich tray for Manhattan Bagel. Sure to satisfy even the hungriest fans on game day. Big game day sandwich trays from ManhattanBagel.com. You gather, they cater Manhattan Bagel. A trial has started in the case of a woman accused of attempting to kill her friend using a poison cheesecake. Poison cheesecake, how brilliant. And all as part of an alleged plan to steal her identity. Uh, The incident in question is alleged to have occurred in August 2016 in the Queens area. Richard Brown, who served as the Queens District Attorney at the time, said 
In a statement that uh, the attempted poisoning of the woman, later identified as Olga Zweig, uh, by Victoria uh, Nazarova, involved the use of a cheesecake laced with a tranquilizer. On Monday, the trial against Naz- v- Naziroya, however you say her Nazaroya. name, Nazaroya, mm-hmm. uh, began. She's charged with attempted murder, among other counts, and is facing as much as 25 years behind bars. Uh, Zvayek uh, ultimately noticed that thousands of dollars in cash and her Ukrainian passport and U.S. employment authorization card had been taken following the alleged poisoning. Upon Nazaroya's uh, arrest, it was reported that she had also previously been suspected to have drugged men and robbing them in the Brighton Beach area. With cheesecake as well? Didn't say that. It's my special sleepy cheesecake. Uh, additionally, she was reported at the time to have been wanted in connection with an alleged 2014 murder in Russia. Listen, if I'm going to be poisoned to death, let it be in a cheesecake. That's the way to yeah. go. Uh, her lawyer denied the charges against her in court on Monday, saying that she was not guilty. Two decades ago, uh, the painting sat abandoned in a farm shed covered in bird droppings, and it sold Thursday at auction for $3.1 million. Some talented birds. Uh, The uh, large oil painting discovered by art collector Albert B. Roberts in the shed in Kinderhook, New York, around 2002, was later confirmed as a work of 17th century Flemish artist and Dutch Golden Age master Anthony Van Dyke. Ah. A former assistant to Peter Paul Rubens. And a relative of Dick Van Dyke. Uh, Kinderhook was found by Dutch settlers in the late, ni- in late 17th century, which might explain how the painting came to be there. Depicting a mm. naked and bearded older man on a stool, it was likely painted between 1615 and 1618 as a study or reference image for Van Dyke's St. Jerome, held at Netherlands Museum... Uh, at, at Netherlands Museum... Boyman's Van... Whatever, I'm not going to try to pronounce this. Uh, Roberts uh, paid $600 for it in 2002. It sold for $3.1 million. You know, you hear these stories all the time. And he noted the painting was in pristine condition, but happens to include bird droppings on the back. Roberts was a passionate collector of lost pieces, describing his collection as an orphanage for lost art that had suffered from neglect. And uh, they put this up for auction. It went for $3.1 million. Might wow. be time, Nick, to get that Doc Gooden card reassessed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. A collector of crocodile eggs was rushed to the hospital after being mauled by a crocodile. How could that have happened? The man was attempting to collect the eggs <laughs> along the Daly River in the Northern Territory of Australia when he was attacked by the reptile. Hey, buddy, uh, what you doing with them there eggs? Uh, the croc snapped at the 29-year-old's legs, causing serious injuries, but the man somehow managed to free himself from the croc's jaws before he was flown away by a private helicopter. He was transported in an ambulance once he got closer to civilization, with the Northern Territory being one of the most remote areas in Australia. Are crocodile eggs a delicacy? or um, They are expensive. So oh. uh, police reveal the man was undergoing emergency surgery with a spokesperson saying the man's condition was becoming more severe and described it as critical. Uh, the man was working as a crocodile egg harvester. The eggs from crocs was legalized to harvest them in 2018, but subject to strict rules. Those with a license can collect eggs in what has become a lucrative business. Eggs are sold for around $30 per egg, with a nest of 60 eggs fetching up to about $1,800. Some of the eggs are transferred to so-called crocodile farms, where they're often raised before being killed to make luxury products like handbags from their skin. So I see the inherent danger in this is that the mom is a crocodile. That is yeah. that would be the dangerous part yeah. of this. 
Uh, crocodile attacks on humans are common in places with high croc populations, as one might croc? imagine. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. How about this? All right. Uh, the food service director for an impoverished south suburban school district in Illinois is accused of stealing $1.5 million worth of chicken wings, oh. according to court documents. Wow. Vera oh, Lytle, who is 66, worked for Harvey School District for more than a decade. Uh, and apparently the massive fraud began at the height of COVID during a time when students were not allowed to be physically present in school. And even though the children were learning remotely, the school district continued to provide meals for the students that their families could pick up. And Special court, Agent Simmons. Uh, court records accuse Liddell of ordering uh, more than 11,000 cases of chicken wings <laughs> from the school district's Jesus. food provider and then picking up the order in a district cargo van. The food was never brought to the school what? or provided to the students. Wow. Uh, district funds were used to pay for the food, according to prosecutors who did not reveal what became of the chicken wings. Uh, the scheme... <laughs> was uncovered by the district ma- uh, district's business manager during a routine mid-year audit. The manager found the district was $300,000 over its annual food service budget, despite only being halfway through the school year at that wow. time. Wow. Um, she apparently discovered individual invoices signed by Liddell for massive quantities of chicken wings, mm-hmm. an item that was never served to students because they have bones in them, yes. so they wouldn't serve those. Uh, court records say employees of the district's provider, Gordon Food Service, were all familiar with the defendant due to the massive amount of chicken wings that she would purchase. Uh, the case was investigated by the state's attorney's office, and Liddell was charged with theft. She is in custody of the county jail with $150,000. In the case of these wings, you just got boned. <laughs> I don't have the uh, sting from the... Do I have it? From yeah, the CSI just, yeah, yeah. or whatever, whatever show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was it. The... Yeah! All right. And that, we're going to wrap up the Bizarre File right, right there. We have things we, to do. We need to stay on time. We have this announcement to make, and we do have a, a guest who's involved with this yes. announcement. So I want to make sure that we don't uh, have them hanging out a little bit too long. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back in a moment. And again, we're going to need your assistance with something. So we hope that you will stick around for this. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. All this weekend, MMR is going for two. Prepare to bring home their second championship in five years. MMR is throwing a double shot weekend with back-to-back tracks from your favorite MM artists. Because you've got to do something while we impatiently wait for the games. And another parade. So join us on your radio, smart speaker, or the app this weekend as MMR goes for two with our For the Birds Double Shot Weekend from the station that bleeds green, just like you. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Um, Do me a favor, phone screeners. The caller that's on the line now, we're going to have to talk to them at another time, but I do want to talk to that person. Absolutely. We have an announcement that you have to make, and this is going to eat up this entire segment, so we're going to have to do that now. Uh, this is something. Not just yet. Hang on. Okay. Stop with that. I want to. Yeah. I want. I want to. I, I have a little preamble. I, I want to give to this as we lead in. Uh, when we, last year, you know, we um, uh, we did not know. We 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 knew that uh, the Eagles were doing well. They were looking good. They were having a great season. Yeah. 
but we had not really banked on, and probably for good reason, that they would be headed to the Super Bowl like they would. And and out of superstition, you don't want to put too many eggs in one basket and start saying, yeah, that we're, we're Super Bowl bound, baby. And you know we are superstition-driven. Uh, yes. Stupid-stition. Stupid-stition yeah. uh, is driven. the way we refer to it. Especially Casey. Yes. And uh, so, therefore, we didn't really start putting any plans in place for what we might want to do should the birds be headed uh, to Phoenix. Big ideas. Super Bowl. Yeah. 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 Here and there, chit-chat. And I wonder if we would have known uh, about it if we wouldn't have done something we did uh, a few months ago. Hmm. But we're ready to do it again and with good purpose. Ladies and gentlemen, now we can have the drum roll. Thank you. My brother. We are sending Casey on another big adventure. Only this time, it's Casey's big game adventure. Join the road again. Yes. Casey's going join the road again. It is join the road again. Hashtag it's a Philly thing, my friend. Yeah, Casey's going join the road again. And ladies. Go birds, exactly. So this is what we are going to do. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to relive one of the most fun weeks of broadcasting we've had in I don't know how long. When we sent Casey and Jackie and Kyle Mack cross-country for a drive all the way to California. Make a boy's dream come true. It's kind of what led to us hiring Kyle. It's true, yeah. Yeah. So Kyle, now full-time position here with the show in our video department. Well, he's going to join Casey and Jackie, and they are going to, instead of driving to California, they're going to drive to Arizona. They're, they, in fact, uh, Casey's driving them to Phoenix, by they're the way. driving me to Phoenix! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, but we, we have a mission in mind. This is not just a leisure no, trip. No, no, no. Just to go. Mission-based. And, and see some things here and there. No, this is mission-based, and, and this is where you are going to come in. We have a couple of things that we're going to add along to this ourselves, but we've decided... In the tradition of stupid stition. Yes, which we excel at. Which is making sure that you do all the right things uh, to uh, have the, uh, the everything in the cosmos aligned yes. to ensure a victory. Uh, we have decided to key off what has become the catchphrase for the team, which is it's a Philly thing. Yeah. So Casey is going to be taking with him some Philly things to Phoenix to get them close, to bring the mojo, bring all this stuff as close to the team and to the venue as possible to create this aura of, of victory around what's happening. Listen, uh, there's, you know, nobody knows better the ways to navigate the many pitfalls that can occur when you're trying to play superstitions right. Yes. Right. So you are obviously yep. the head on this. You're the Captain Picard. You're the James T. Kirk. And, and so I feel very confident. And I love this idea, Preston. Say, you're here. There's no way you can make it out there. But you want something of you, something of your, you believe, your mojo, something that you will help propel them to victory yep. to make that sojourn. We're going to have a way for you to do that. So since it's a Philly thing, we are going to ask for your Philly things to take with us yeah. uh, to bring them to Phoenix and, and get them close. Well, the stadium's actually in Glen, in Glendale, Glendale. Arizona. So uh, they're going to make it there, but but we will be collecting things from you. And we're looking for small things, little mementos, a piece of you, a piece of, of something that represents the team, of something that represents our city, something that, a good luck charm, yes. whatever it may be. In fact, it doesn't even have to represent the team specifically, as in, say, the Eagles. If it's your good luck charm, 
that you like to use and you want us to take it there, we will take it there and drive it across. And there's going to be stops along the way, too. <laughs> and important that, stops. That have significance to the Eagles. Yeah, and um, by the way, we're going to take it there. We're not bringing it home. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're going to leave yeah. it there. Make sure it's something you can uh, part with, but also know that you're parting with it to give the best possible mojo to our beloved Eagles. Now, mind you, uh, Casey, Jackie, and Kyle are, they're not going to the game. No, no, they are not. They're going to drive there. They're going to believe this stuff in a special occasion. And then they're coming back. And then they're flying back. They're going to drive there, and then they're going to fly back. And I'll tell you who all the sponsors are and everybody that's helping us out with this. Do you yeah. want to know why that's also the case? You weren't, last last Super Bowl victory, you weren't there either. I wasn't. And because I'm so superstitious, I have to make sure that I was... In the same place with the same people to Dude, watch the game on exactly, Sunday, exactly. And so, and that will that requires me to not be in Glendale. Arizona. So we decided that we, the President and Steve Show, need to bring a Philly thing along as well because it's it's a Philly thing, and we want to take Philly things uh, to Arizona for this. So Philly, the embodiment, right? Yeah. So we decided to take uh, a, have have Casey take a Philly thing with him, mm-hmm. and we are proud to announce. That that Philly thing is none other than from our sister station, Mr. Anthony Gargano. Kyle, and he's on right now. Yo, Anthony, you there, buddy? Let's do it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! I listen. This was an idea that Casey had, Anthony, and it was posed to uh, Chuck D'Amico, program director. Uh, and I can't believe they said yes to let you do this, man. <laughs> I am also stupid stitious, and uh, I was not in at the Super Bowl victory. I was in Minnesota. And I flew back on the Friday before the game. No kidding. All right. Yeah. Excellent. So I'm with you guys, man. Yeah. And I am prepped. I cannot wait to do this. Are you kidding me, boys? All right. And and so this is going to be a packed vehicle. Yeah. It's going to be a packed vehicle. But but thankfully, our friends from Subaru are are equipping us with with an ascent. That has, you know, two big captain's chairs in the back and, yeah. you know, two big seats oh, right. in the okay. front. And, you know, I, I'm, I think Kyle and Jackie and I, we learned what were the essentials to bring in the car. And, uh, you know, so we'll, I, I think, uh, me personally, I'm going to pack a little bit lighter than I did last time. Um, but, uh, you know, we just want it to be a comfortable ride. Yeah, you're fresh off the experience. Yeah, air fresheners in there? <laughs> you're going to need them. <laughs> yeah. Anthony, have you, ever, have you ever driven across the country or driven across uh, multiple states? Are you? Are no, you... brother. The closest I went was Myrtle Beach. Oh my uh, God! Took, okay. Yeah, okay. with two little kids. This and, is a little uh, different. Yeah. 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 So Anthony, Arizona when, with three little kids. Boy, so that's <laughs> Anthony, when when Casey and Jackie and Kyle did it last year, uh, Casey brought um, decorative lights and music. So there were points in time, especially when they're driving really early, where it looked like the inside of a disco. It was fantastic. <laughs> it, it was really a great amount of mood lighting, and, and it certainly added to the trip from our perspective. <laughs> well, I love that. I, listen, I'm all about mood. So uh, we're going to have a blast, boys. We're going to have a great time. Wow. And we're definitely bringing some luck. I love your idea. Genius. Oh, excellent. <laughs> excellent. Thank you. Anthony, I know you have a friendship with Casey. Do you uh, know Jackie at all? I do. Jackie's awesome, man. You kidding me? I love Jackie. Okay. All right. So you, I'm all pumped up. You guys are in that car, or, you know, and I, I don't know actually where Kyle stands on, on the, the, the sports realm, but we've got really pure Philadelphia 
I mean, Jackie with the mummer vibe, and and you, Anthony, with your obviously your beloved in the city and your sports connection, and Casey bleeds green, and all of this in the right way. Oh, and the soulful voice of of, uh, Kyle. (laughs) Kyle. Singing all the songs you need. And and we hope to hear you sing at some point, Anthony. It's going to be amazing. I'll be singing. Don't worry. Oh, we're definitely. I got no shame. Oh, we're definitely doing uh, uh, carpool karaoke again. We're definitely (laughs) going to do that. And and, uh, Cuz is going to sing here, man. Yeah. Yeah. Do you sing it? No, I'm horrible. Perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. perfect. That's what we're looking exactly for. Exactly what we want. Oh my God. Uh, so, so we're gonna we're gonna have you guys depart on Monday morning. Uh, hit the road, and like Casey said, we're gonna get a green Subaru. By the way, from yes. our friends at uh, Subaru of America, and you guys will head out. We'll be checking in with you the whole way, uh, and I think you'll be checking in with the fanatic as well when you're doing this, right? Yeah. So I'll, I'll be checking in with the fanatic. We'll be doing that uh, every hour or so. So we'll be giving updates. So it's it's the perfect kind of marriage because yeah. you know I mean I love you guys and and you guys are great you're always great with us and it's so much fun so we're gonna do it it'll be a dual partnership love to it. bring the furs of victory <laughs> yes yeah yeah and we have some ideas of stops along the way at least you know like two stops so that means something that means that, something that, to this team and that, to yes. the city so and do we want to reveal what what you plan to do at each stop or hold on that I think for a let's bit. refine it we got to yeah, I mean yeah, we, yeah. actually to, to be honest guys. <laughs> For the most part, we threw this together yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Making it up as we go. <laughs> so we'll we'll reveal those, I think, as, as we get them more solidified. But I'm up for suggestions, you know, especially suggestions uh, on the, the everything on the uh, west coast side of the Mississippi River, you know, as to places that we can go to that has any sort of significance to this, uh, this town, the city, the team. Uh, because we do have a couple of stops that we are going to make that we think are, are you know, uh, paramount right. to to this organization. One thing that's been asked a lot, mm-hmm. uh, just so you can be confident, BirdBot will be represented on on the sojourn. <laughs> in a Somehow, form. well, yeah. once we added a fourth, we don't we didn't uh, we don't know what right. kind of we room can we bring, <laughs> we can bring a uh, we can bring part of BirdBot. That, that might see, be it. Right. BirdBot's a it's little big. large, it's big, yeah. and and I don't think we'll have room for and, that. And BirdBot was at the win. Yeah, last yeah. nice, time. Yeah. Nice picture of BirdBot. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Well, okay. If we, can we, take it. we want BirdBot to get there, and but we can't have BirdBot in the car for a long period of time. But so we can take BirdBot uh, Listen, out of the parking lot with us. Take the take yeah. a part of BirdBot, and you'll be fine. We don't need to have the whole or, mechanism. Or are you thinking we leave it and have people pick it up and take it? No, on I, I want to definitely hand it off to somebody. I, I assume that there are going to be a number of people that are going to be driving oh, across the country Casey, starting so, Monday. As soon as we mentioned this, uh, we got three or four texts of other people that are driving out next week. So there there are going to be right. a lot of Philadelphians leaving the area at some point. Jeez. Pull it off, Nick. Get so, yeah. BirdBot. So, Anthony, I don't know if you're familiar what we did last time, but we did. We had BirdBot originate from here, a, uh, a, a robotic uh, Eagles fan, mm-hmm. uh, and and it made it all the way. Yeah, we had. To, it was like a relay. People had yeah. to hand it off to other people who were road tripping, and uh, you could. We couldn't just have one person take it. It had to go through several hands. So yeah. maybe we can pull that off. Again. Yes, absolutely. All right, very cool. But yeah. the cool thing here is is our first. Stop right. So la- and when we did this last time, we, we basically we drove from here to St. Louis, which was a yeah, long, yeah. long drive. Right. Our first stop is going to be a little bit shorter, but is have, going to have major significance not only to this radio station but also to the radio station that Anthony works for. All right, okay. nice. All right. And on their way to Phoenix, they're driving me to Phoenix <laughs> all the way. Uh, you know what's interesting is that in 04, 
I actually drove to Jacksonville. Uh-huh. Me, if you guys remember the legendary Steve Martirano. Yeah. So Steve and I drove from <laughs> Philly to Jacksonville to the, to the Super Bowl that year. And so I, I think it's that and this is going to be fun. I have some, so I have some history in driving to the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. Right. Now, did you go to that game? I went to that game. Okay, okay. that's good because that, that didn't go. work out well. Because uh, yeah. I drove yeah. to Jacksonville and I went to that game too, and, and you, we know how that worked out. Per- for perfect. Us. Yeah. And, you're, you're correcting it the right way. Yeah. And both of you guys, exactly. both of you guys, exactly. were working for different radio stations at that time, yeah. so it all canceled. Just out. like now. Yes. Yeah. Anthony, it's, 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 it could not work out any better. This is perfect. But uh, I, I'm, I have a, I have a green a Kelly green suitcase that I want to pack with <laughs> oh. as much of of our listeners' good luck Philly things okay. that we can leave in Phoenix. Or actually, I want to leave these in Glendale. I want to leave them like on, basically at the site of of the uh, of the, game. Of the stadium. Yeah. Perfect scenario. Like your say yeah. your your uncle or whatever who who you know is a massive fan and could never make it out there, can't make it this year, or maybe I don't know, past or whatever. You want a little piece, a little coin, maybe your uncle's skull if you can exhume Something, the body. Yeah. Well, maybe like well, the pinky that, that might be too much. Pinky so bone. yeah, but get that piece of Great you. Idea. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're thinking about conservation yeah. of space inside the vehicle, Anthony. Yeah. And a pinky's smaller than a skull, so. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I love all this. All right, Ant, it's underway. It's official. We are doing this, and uh, we're excited you're going to be a part of it, man. Oh, uh, man, thanks, boys. I can't wait. I'm fired up. Love you guys, baby. Right. Love you, too. And Monday, it happens. All right, we'll talk to you soon. All right, bud? All right, brothers. All right, rock on. There he is, Anthony Yay! Gargano, guys. Going along, he's our Philly thing, one of our Philly things. It's a Philly thing. And we're sending as many things as we can that we can fit in a decent amount of space. So, we're going to have to, here's what we're going to have to figure out. Like I said, we had a conversation about this yesterday. This is where this mainly came together. But we have to figure out a way to get your Philly things that you want us to take on this road trip to put in the sweat equity to drive over a series of days to make it there with people who love this town and love this team yeah. to create all the aura that they can, all the this positive energy to head out that way. we got, we got to figure out how to get these things from you, and they need to be like small little mementos that we can grab from you. All right, you. so for instance, if this if I were listening and I wanted to give a piece of something that I had yeah. to take along, I actually have some confetti. From when the Eagles won the Super Bowl I perfect, like that. In, perfect. in Minneapolis. Perfect. So a yes. listener gave me a, a, a tiny little jar of confetti. I'm going to take a couple of pieces of that out because yes. I don't want to get rid of all of it. Okay. But I want that to be there because that confetti is good luck confetti, man. I like it. Yeah. I like that idea. So whatever it may be, it could be you if, if you want to take a piece of something and give it to us, we your, could do that. Your favorite crack pipe. Something like that. Mm. I don't know. No, if yeah, there's residue yeah, on yeah, it, these guys could get in trouble. Right, right? Yeah, yeah, right that, so we don't want to do that. Um, I'm, um, my, I'm coming up with bad things. But whatever your stupid station is, and we don't want to take away, like, you know, your game-winning jersey. No, the one that you no. wear uh, when uh, uh, when you watch the game and, and it's proven. Uh, we don't necessarily want that. But we, it doesn't even have to be a, a tried-and-true uh, good luck charm, but just something, just a piece of something to take with us. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be bringing some uh, some tasty cakes and yeah. some Hers chips and, and stuff like Peanut chews. Soft pretzels. Absolutely. Have, yeah, soft pretzels. Got to have all, all that stuff. Um, a mini, a mini Liberty Bell. Yes. You know, uh, we got to do stuff like that. Some uh, Something that represents Rocky. Some oh. of the, some of the, 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 the standard.
standards, a cheesesteak, right. if you will. If you will. Um, what Don't if mind we if I do. Book a piece of, and just a piece of, the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. It's here. We yeah. will contact yeah. the National Archives uh, when we get off the show. Chip today. off a piece of the Liberty Bell. A little piece yeah. of that. Let's, yeah. Well, take the Rocky uh, statue. Hey, take, let's get a ventilator from Chop. Okay, uh, we could do that. Oh part of Ben Franklin. <laughs> yeah. Part I, know of ben where, Franklin. I know where he's buried. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, no, but like the Liberty Bell, but the, no, the, piece. the wood on the top of the Liberty, you could shave a little bit of that off. <laughs> I think that would be easier than getting the iron or the We just shield. talked about, mm-hmm. yeah, how about this? Uh, finger off of the thinker. Yeah. 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 We could do that, too. I'm uh, I'm curious to see who else is going to be there when you guys get there. Like, celebrities. You know, it, uh, Brad, the Coopers of the world, Rob McElhenney's. Um, I heard that Kreischer might be going to the Super Bowl. Oh, no kidding. And Shane Gillis, um, so, uh, who's a Philly comedian, and he's great. So, uh, you know, uh, I texted Kate Flannery yesterday uh, and asked her if she was going. And she said, um, Bradley Cooper hasn't invited her yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Kate's going to yeah. check in with us next week. And, uh, yeah, I mean, in hey. case when you get there, you know, there's there's a radio row, and there's so much stuff that happens the whole week le- leading up to it. Remember, Burt was at the uh, the parade with us. He, That's right. He sure was. He, he yeah. holds a little bit of history yep. in, in this whole adventure. So speaking of Radio Row, we, we put in for credentials yesterday. Nice. Uh, we were a little bit late with that, but uh, we hope that, uh, that we'll be able to get on to Radio Row. To be honest, that's, that's going to be the, 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 the main, everyone's doing that. Mm-hmm. This is this is the this is the pre. This is the, mm-hmm. the work that needs to go into the victory, ahead of the victory. Yeah. And that's where this is an essential part of the whole um, algorithm, if you will, which is a word I just decided to use. Okay. Yeah. I like yeah, that. That's good. Uh, it, it's got a lot of syllables in it. It makes it sound smart. Uh, no, this is, uh, if, if you've ever done a road trip, uh, you know how, um, what an adventure these can be. You yeah. know, I mean, if, if you've done it yourself, it's it's more than just getting in the car and driving. There's a lot that goes into uh, those hours, those days mm-hmm. actually spent. So uh, the reason we're having them leave on Monday is because we want them to arrive by Friday and it gives them plenty of time. You guys, like you said, Casey, for the original Casey's Big Adventure. By the way, this is being called Casey's Big Game Adventure. Yes, different. But for the original Big Adventure, you guys logged, you did too much driving. We did uh, a lot uh, of driving. You, you crammed a, eat, uh, too many hours per day in the vehicle. So we're going to stretch that out a little bit. And give you a little bit more time to get there. It's not quite as far. How many hours from Los Angeles is uh, Phoenix? It's, Four? it's about the same drive. It's oh my really, God, seriously? Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be a lot of driving. We might. Sh- I did some of the map of it last night. It, they might shave off one or two hours a day, but it's wow. going to be a lot of driving, okay. uh, especially early on. Um, well, actually, I think the second day. Um, if yeah, that what first we talked about, day yeah. is uh, you know. So on on Monday, we're going to end up in in an area, and it just didn't. We didn't. Nick and I were kind of going over the map, and it's like. Wow. We just kind of need to stop here, and we need to figure out, right. you know, what we're going to do on on Tuesday because Tuesday so was going to be. You guys double up on your sleeping bags. Ooh, <laughs> we could do that. You get in Jackie's. Well, hopefully Marriott's going to hook us up. Oh, uh, there you can. go. They're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know who's definitely hooking us up, and it's uh, Duncan. Uh, yeah. they're, they're the official hey. sponsor of Casey's Big Game Adventure. Uh, and uh, so they're going to set you guys up with some, you know, some of the uh, the app, the gift cards on the app, and you guys will be able to run on Dunkin' the whole way out. We're going to be drinking green machachos the entire <laughs> way over. Yeah, that's yeah. what Jackie calls a macchiato. Yeah, green muchachos. And, and salad balls and are green. salad balls yes. are green. Yes. We got to eat all the green you can on the way out there. So, uh, But the bottom line is we haven't figured out exactly how to gather these Philly things yet. We got to make sure we do that. Um, do we want to... 
Uh, I know Monday morning when we have you guys ready to leave, we could collect some here. We could. But what about tomorrow during our show? Have somebody downstairs that can maybe... Here's the deal. I'd rather, I'd rather do that than... You know what I mean? So, like... Because that's the day we're leaving. I'd, I'd rather have as much stuff... Buttoned already up ready possible. to go. Ready you don't, to you go. don't want to be trying to make rhyme or reason out of what you're collecting. So then, yeah. let, let's make it, let's make it uh, tomorrow and and set a time. Or, or do we run the entire length of the show? If you can get over here and drop your stuff, I'll say and tomorrow have a... and and Monday. If we okay, can. Well, right. we have. Uh, is there somebody that could be hang out uh, down the lobby? Okay, Marissa says we can get one of our interns down there. So tomorrow morning uh, during our program, one Bala Plaza in Bala Kenwood is where we're located. If you need the information or address, you can go to. Uh, WMMR.com to get that, but uh, stop by and drop off a Philly thing yeah. that we should take with it, because it's a Philly thing, man. And yeah. you know what we're talking about. Yeah. It's just got to be small. Yeah. You know, we don't need, uh, you know, full... I, would Very a ba- small. Would a baseball hat be too big, or are we looking for things smaller than no, that? No, no, no. I think that's fine. It, yeah, it's How about gonna skis? Get, it's going to get... <laughs> okay. Here's my snowboard. <sighs> a bike. <laughs> a bike is... A bike, I, all right, skis, maybe not. A uh, bike is too big. Yeah, okay. okay. I, bike is definitely big. I would say baseball hat or smaller. Yeah. Yes, I'd start with that as a gauge as to size wise what we can take. What I, about like uh, gold bars and dollar bills? Gold bars are fine. I'm probably going to keep those. Okay. You know, I'll bring smaller them than a yeah. baseball right. hat. Probably yeah, yeah. dollar so. bills are green. Yeah. There you Ooh. go. Yeah. So, so as many sort of. of those as possible. I, yeah. I, I listen. Yeah, all of that stuff. And you know, like I was thinking, somebody had mentioned. Um, uh, the uh, the little like a little uh, card that you get at a, a family member's past. You get those little cards. Yeah, you know they're they're little commemorative. I don't know. Oh, it's not a mass card, to, but it's yeah. And uh, take that little bit something from your heart. You know, yeah. actually yeah, yeah. your own heart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm sorry. no maybe like your pet's heart. Your pet's or something heart. like yes. that. that we don't One that is perhaps it. ill already. Right. Oh. That, that first trip across the country was so fun and so successful. I'm a little bit nervous oh, about this one. <laughs> You know, you know what what I mean? though, this has good. a more direct... And also, I think, and we've talked about your stops, they make their germane, they're even Tito they're to the result of this, yes. Yeah. I think so. I'm excited. I'm a little bit nervous. So we need to get, we need to get as much as we can tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. All right. And then, listen, there's going to be some other things that are happening next week as well. A lot. Uh, you know, here. So this is just going to be something that's kind of going to be, you know, running... Behind the, uh, the 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 surface, under the surface, as you know, you guys under are, the uh, sea, under the sea. But uh, you know, there are <laughs> other big things that we were talking about. One of the things I think we'll make an announcement, maybe either today or tomorrow, about uh, having people come here. Well, it's the nature of the beast. Again, you pressed, you said it right at the beginning. This is true. You don't want to, you want to be aware of what you might do, but you also know that if we're talking about stupid station, you don't want to over plan and have it and that ruin the mojo. Yeah, you've got to be humble. By the way, somebody was it. This isn't Steve Wilson. It says people can drop off things at Wilson's Secret Sauce all weekend. That's probably him. If it is, then yeah, Yeah. Steve, if you can bring them by here Monday morning, we'd appreciate you being a drop-off location. You probably should bring some brisket. Well, two. Well, we'll start here with the brisket, and we'll see if it makes it out to. if it makes it all the way out. And as handles to carry it in, I would suggest the Impossible (laughs) Cheesesteaks. Yeah. So here, all right, um, the... uh, (laughs) So Travis Kelsey of the Chiefs, he implored Chiefs fans to do not yeah. do anything to the Rocky statue. It's because bad, it's it, bad yeah. mojo. It's bad mojo. So hmm. uh, we uh, uh, we're following the same suit. I, I want zero bad mojo. I want nothing but Philly love. Yes, from Philadelphia to yeah. Phoenix, Arizona, it is going to be nothing but positive. 
Philly vibes. Yeah, that's one of the things we talked about. You know, like uh, should Casey swing by Arrowhead Stadium and do something stupid there? And we're like, that, no, not that's, rail a train. I think that's uh, I think that's that's setting a, a bad it's bad uh, yeah it's bad mojo. Is, is yes, and, it, and it's, re- it's like the bad craft. juju. Remember in the craft, if they did something, it was visited back to them three times. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. And so we don't want that. Nothing yeah. but positivity. So if you do anything at Arrowhead or, or Kansas City, it's going to be nice. It'll yes, be, it'll be with love. I'm yeah. thinking of the yeah. song. Be love. nice. Until, but what if Kansas City calls our mother a whore? Oh. Is she? Is she? <laughs> what are you going to say next? <laughs> uh, the song Love Train is yeah. by the, the OJs. That's a Philly song. Yes. And uh, we're, we're going to be spreading love all over the world. People yes. of the world. Yes. Join hands. And then we're going to <laughs> murder them. No, 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 no. Uh, so, yes, if you're just tuning in, we'll reiterate this. Uh, Casey is headed back. For it's it's Casey's big game adventure, and we're using the uh, parentheses title "John the Road Again." John the Road Again. Thank you to Zach for this song. Casey's going John the Road Again, and so it's going to be Casey and Jackie Bam Bam. Uh, our buddy Kyle Mack is going to be along for the ride. He's going to be chronicling everything, video, and he's going to sing too. Yeah, yeah. And we've decided to add our Philly thing. Anthony Gargano is going to go along for the ride from our sister station, uh, 97.5 The Fanatic. And they're hopefully going to be uh, staying at some Marriott hotels along the way. We thank you to Marriott. And they're going to be riding again in a Subaru. They're going to give us a green Subaru uh, to drive. And it's all sponsored by Duncan. Of course, because the Preston Steve show and Casey's big game adventure runs on Duncan. And this is just to, uh, just to get the excitement level up. Like, it could be up any more than it already is. Yeah, but also to just create nothing but positive vibes across the country. And, and yes, planning some stops along the way that have some significance. Uh, and we'll be checking in with them the yes. entire time. We'll, yeah. play, we'll play some contests. We're definitely doing the carpool karaoke again, again yeah. which was a blast. And, just to hear Anthony sing. And we've got to hear Anthony sing. <laughs> And by the way, I think the reason Jackie is going is because Anthony can't drive. Yeah. <laughs> he can drive. It's not long distance. No, he can't drive long distances at night because he's got some eyesight issues. And Jackie, as you know, drives. Uh, I, I'll be curious to see when Jackie's driving recklessly. Yeah, doesn't oh he God. drive fast? He does. Dude, he drives so fast and he, and like and he hovers over the wheel. Oh, man. So much so that it's, like, it's like a nose, condor yeah, driving. His nose is touching the windshield. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, but he got us to California safely. Listen, so. you know, when push comes to shove. It's all good. Somebody has a good idea. What is it? If we could get some clippings from Jim Gardner's mustache. Do you think? To take with. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, Kathy, can you get some sort of like, uh, um, like from the city, uh, like a low-cut outfit or something like that? Like the, or? No, no, checking oh. the gas. We heard there was a gas leak. Get into his bathroom. Okay. Get the oh, shaving. Oh, you want me to show oh, up yeah. like in a, I, yeah. I thought you wanted her sedu- to seduce him and then clip his. I used to watch all the time. Cut his mustache. I was thinking a little bit more Mission Impossible, but maybe both that would work. Okay. Or we do the straight-up ask now. I think oh, we should do, do we that. stop with the mustache or do we ask for some pubes? Now, come on. Okay. Yeah, All right. I don't, come on. <laughs> if, do you want to win? I, or I want to win, yeah. but I also want to be friends he with Jim Gardner. He barely came on our show. I don't think he's giving us clippings of his mustache. Uh, if you would like to recommend <laughs> some stuff. And by the way, yes. may I point out when, when we had Anthony first jump on and he yelled, Go Birds. 
almost everyone who texted in thought that it was Gary Lauer. Oh. <laughs> and, and that, we, oh and that our silly thing that Casey. we were going to send would yeah. be Gary Lauer. Uh, but no, it's Anthony Gargano. With Gary, the problem is you don't know uh, which states he's wanted in. And that's the issue. That's so, right. Yeah. All right, so suggest uh, some things, if you like, that we should take. But more importantly, we want some personal items of yours uh, to take along with us. Something that, that you think will be uh, impactful, that will have a positive vibe to it. That will, we're, just, we're just stacking the deck. Yep. That's all we're doing. We're just stacking it's the beautiful, deck. beautiful, man. Just doing whatever you can. Just, you haven't been drinking or nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's our Gary Lauer. Uh, so we're excited. It's going to start on Monday. Yeah. And you can stop by tomorrow morning during our program. Mm. And uh, drop off your things, if you like. We'll have somebody down front to meet. We, we should have checked with the building, but it, we just, listen, we're making this up as we go along. But uh, you can drop off uh, some some stuff for us to take. Yeah, and, and honestly, we are um, open to any sort of suggestions because uh, I, I think... We, uh, this needs more, to be a reflection of, of you, right? Yeah, no doubt. But you know, I think the more brains on this, the better. But, uh, you know, there, there's a there's a lot of country between us and Phoenix yeah. and, um, and, and a lot of significance to this city, to this team. So if there is uh, any sort of stops that you think uh, make sense... Uh, I'm up for it. I'm right. totally up for it. But I, I do think, you know, our first stop is going to be a lot of fun. So. A couple of people are recommending grass clippings from the link, if that's ah. possible. I don't know if we know someone oh. who could get some of that. What? Know, well, yeah, I, uh, I wonder if I have the contact information for somebody who was on. Could the, we uh, convince the... Jim Garner to get in there and get us <laughs> some grass clippings? We've got it. He is so revered in this city. Jim, we have an assignment for yeah. you. <laughs> Anytime, boys. All right. All right. So these are the things we're trying to uh, we're trying to accomplish. Yes. Uh, as we send Casey out on his big game adventure, John the Road again. <laughs> it's a road trip to Phoenix, mind you, and he is going to make it all the way there with uh, Jackie and Kyle and Anthony Gargano. You're driving me to Phoenix! <laughs> so we'll see how all this plays out. All right. The message is out. Yep. The mission is underway. We will take a break. We'll come back in a moment and uh, reiterate it as we go along through the day because this is kind of last minute that we put this together. Uh, stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. This is Virginia Lottery Recording Session. We're rolling. Coming this Tuesday. Actually, just read option one. New games every Tuesday? Perfect. For more information, visit valottery.com slash Tuesday. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Somebody suggested that we take amongst the Philly things that Casey's going to take on his uh, big game adventure. Uh, would be uh, Mummer's Feathers. Yes. Well, we have to. That's a great idea. We, we've got the, the nuclear Mummer in the vehicle. We have a, a listener that said that they still they have some confetti from the, um, the, from the parade. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That, that could go along, too. So, yep. yes, things like that. That's perfect. That's exactly what that, we're looking for. That, that creates you, mojo. You can help us out with yeah. it. Yes. Mummer's Feathers, as long as they're not red or yellow, I'm taking them with me. Okay. Right. We All can right. do that. And I, and I think also like a, a small container of... 
and I think we should mix these together. Uh, Schuylkill and Delaware River water, some little splashy Yingling beer, and then top it with some water, water ice. Water. And put that into a, a jar. And yes. take that as some of our Philly things. I like it. Jar. I like it. Sealed jar. Sealed jar. That's exactly. <laughs> um, real quick, before we made that announcement in this last segment, the segment before that, uh, we were talking about uh, Longwood Gardens and how they uh, just purchased a large tract of land from uh, the DuPont family. Yes. Uh, because, um, how, how did you say his name? Arini? Uh, Irene. Uh, no. Irene. 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 That yes. was it. 103 years old. A uh, member of the DuPont family passed away. And so uh, they are, uh, Longwood Gardens is going to get that property and they're going to hopefully use it to uh, uh, just as a beautiful parcel for people to, to appreciate. Yes. Um, and uh, we got into discussion. Steve, you, you had uh, mentioned that there was somebody we knew from the DuPont family. Yeah, we were at Y100. We met somebody who was, uh, you know, I, I forget what. I, you know, she she's related to the family. Yeah, we were and reaching we were out, looking to the we, who's the richest person listening to the show at the time is what yeah. we did. And this is a long time yes. ago. Yeah, and she called up, and right when we were about to announce Casey's big game adventure, she was on the phone line. <laughs> I'm like, well, we got to do this. We got to do yeah. this big announcement. But she's back on the line. Uh-huh. Right here, so you want to talk to? Her? It's Carolyn. Yeah. Hey. Uh, so let's go to her. Hey, Carolyn. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, How are you guys. We're great. Long time. How you doing? Great. Um, I'm, I'm living in, back in, in Kennett, and uh, it's so sad to hear about Irene's passing. He was such a wonderful guy. Oh, so did, did you? Yeah. Did you encounter him a lot, Caroline? Uh, so the our family does something called New Year's calling, and every New Year's Eve, all the girls go to the the big estates, and the men of the family come calling, and they bring gifts. And so one of the houses on the tour was Grenoble, which was his estate. Mm-hmm. And um, he was just very nice, always opened his house. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, and he'd allow people to bring four-wheelers and, and things like that. He just really enjoyed making people happy. So He seemed like a cool guy. We were yeah. reading, reading so, I mean, the, uh... I wasn't close with him. Yeah. Uh, what is, what, how, how, does, how do you fall in the, uh, in the family tree? Where, 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 what's your position? Um, so John DuPont was my great uncle. Okay. The notorious. Yes. One. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, but William Henry is my great grandfather. Okay. That's wild. Um, wow. That's, wow. that's, I mean, right. that's cool. So where are you in life? What's going on? What, uh, uh, uh are, are you married kids? Any of that stuff? It's been a long time since we talked to you. I am not married. I, I'm not married, but uh, I do have two amazing daughters uh, that are they're ten and eight. Yeah, and they keep me busy. I'm sure they're ten and eight. You said, yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you got your hands yeah. full then. Oh yeah, nice. And then, uh, I, my friends do volunteer work. My friend actually just started a. Um, oh gosh, why can't I think of what it's called? A charity. It's okay. called Philabelly. Which is it's like like so abundant, but instead we do brown bags and go out to the homeless in Philly. Oh, that's, that's excellent, and that's a great name, Philabelly. Yeah, I, I love, love that. Yeah, name. yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Nice. All right, well, listen, yeah. we just thought it'd be uh, cool that that you called in to, to catch up real quick, and I'm happy that uh, that life seems to be treating you well, and you're you're back in our area. And if you ever want to come back and say hi, we'd love to see you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to. Have fun on your trip. Ah, thank you. <laughs> we definitely will. If there's any kind of Philly thing you want to send with us, you 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 let us know. Okay. Oh, 
I will. All right. Well, I, bye, guys. All right, Todd. Take care, Carol. Oh, we'll see you cool. later. Wow. Yeah. 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 You forget about. I mean, listen. The, the Dupont family. You know that. Uh, obviously, they're very. Uh, uh, and and I, I didn't know the, the the level of their. I mean, I knew it was obviously a, a power player in the world of right money and and invention and all that stuff. But it's like big, 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 big. Yeah. big. So, but uh, they have uh, plenty of family members that are in and around the area. Carolyn's one of them, so that's cool. Nice. By the way, I'm not leaving an unattended bag at the uh, Super Bowl Stadium on Friday. Right. People are like, uh, right, yeah. on, on the uh, right. YouTube. Where can uh, I leave this bag? I have to go. You should put on a, an Eagles ski mask yeah. and take a bag, like yeah. a black yeah. duffel bag, yeah. and just leave it right outside the stadium. Make sure there's something ticking in there. <laughs> so what do you, how do you want to leave those things? Well, I'm going to bury them. Um, I haven't decided yet, but I think. Where maybe, can I bury this bag? Maybe Excuse like, me, security. Where, where's the best place to bury this bag? It really all depends on how much stuff. I have, I think, and uh, you know, the, I would like to take them out and place them around. To be honest, okay. if you are within proximity and can even spread around, yeah. So you know how when you're trying to keep a demon from getting into the house, yeah, you make a circle, a salt circle, yeah. So just oh. pick a, param- a perimeter out around, I like that, and use it to, to that. That'll that'll bring in the good mojo. Ooh, yeah. like All right, that. yeah, I like, it that a like a protective dome, a protective yeah. dome for over yeah. the. Uh, our yeah. players and listen, man. I'm I'm the really superstitious. So I'm gonna, you know, if you bring something that I don't think brings the mojo that I want, I'm gonna have to say no. So, like for instance, our friend Cast Iron Kyle, I love that guy, but uh, he and he was going to give me a pin from the 1980 Super Bowl. <laughs> they didn't win. They didn't win that yeah, one. Yeah. And that's it. I, I'm I'm. There's no question. You are the man to helm this trip. You yeah. know, and we talked about it. And when when uh, Anthony brought up going going to the um, to the Super Bowl, driving down uh, that particular one. Of course, they lost. You were at that one as well in Jacksonville. In Jacksonville yeah. mm-hmm. And and uh, and so no, you don't. No, you got to change go it up. You mm-hmm. don't do you don't, that. You don't go to the game. You go out there. You make the trip. That's the sweat. That's the effort put into it, and then you turn around, you come back here, and then you're with the people you were with when uh, they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, buddy. And that's the way we're doing it. That's That's what we're going for. Because this is all science-based. Casey's big game adventure, uh, John the Road again. Yeah. Uh, Because it's the second time we've done this type of thing. Uh, and uh, we're keying off of it's a Philly thing and taking Philly things there. We need your Philly things. And we need your Philly things, whatever those may be. If they're good luck charms, great. Not, uh, small. If they're not, if they're just, uh, yeah, if they're small and, and represent the area, that's cool, too. You know, you're mentioning jerseys and stuff like that, Kathy. If, if someone wants to, if they want to, a little clip, a, a little clipping. swatch would be fine. Yeah, you could do that. And, and by the way, sponsored by our friends at Duncan. It's amazing. With help from Subaru and Marriott. Yeah, Subaru, by the way, just unbelievably helpful. Yeah. Uh, Matt Ritter's just the best. Yeah. And uh, thank you to Danielle Yingling at Marriott. Um, we're going to set those hotels up later today. So thanks to both of those people. Got an email from Eric Simon that said, did you guys announce that this is a repeat road trip today because it's Groundhog Day? Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. Yes. Yes. Exactly why yes. we did it. Of course we, we did. did. Uh, real quick, you guys mind if I do a couple shout outs? Yeah. Uh, I got this uh, very interesting email from Samantha Gladnick, uh, and Sam is a she's a uh, a player and a board member of the Philadelphia uh, Natorig, and Natorig is uh, it's the hurling and Camogie uh, oh. Club. Uh, I don't know Camogie, but I know hurling. Camogie, oh, I, was... I assume that's how you pronounce it, but it's the female version of hurling. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, uh, didn't intern Erin, uh, wasn't she a hurler? Or I think her- she was, I yes. Think, I think she was Camogie. 
Uh, and she said, we're an amateur sports league and nonprofit bringing the Irish sports of hurling and camogie to the Philadelphia area. The club is for both men and women of any experience and or interest levels to come together as a community to celebrate the love and sp- of uh, the, sup- the sport and culture where it came from. And she said, I wanted to reach out for two reasons. One, to give a shout out to both our men's and women's team who won the GAA National Championships this past summer in August. <gasps> they won the GA? She said, yes, I'm very late, the GA. And a, a large number of us who are also fans of the President's Team. So, so a shout hey, out. you got that right. Congratulations. A- and, and then we got an invitation to come out and practice our game with us. I'd like to see it. I I want them to bring the game here. (laughs) She said, I know over the past several years around St. Patrick's Day, the conversation regarding hurling and Gaelic sports often comes up. Yes. What better way for you guys to enjoy your St. Patrick's Day than to come and learn the sport yourself? I'm reaching out earlier this year in the hopes that you can get yourself ready and excited for St. Patrick's Day now that the big holidays are officially over. And we have Winter League up until approximately April uh, to which then we switch to our outdoor season, and you can uh, check out our website at phillyhurling.com and check out our social medias on Facebook at Philadelphia Hurling and Camogie Club or on, or on Instagram. Camogie is spelled C-A-M-O-G-I-E. I don't, I'm probably butchering that, uh, but Camogie, uh, I believe. So I like Camogie. I, I, th- I think it's a cool game. It's, yeah. very, it's very reminiscent to lacrosse. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, the sticks they use are cool. I actually have a hurling stick at home. It's oh, like, really? Yeah, I got it from Murph. Gave it to me years ago. Not not uh, Nick Murphy, but our buddy Murph, yeah. straight from the motherland. Um, it's kind of like a field hockey stick, a little bit, right? It doesn't have netting. It's it is yeah, a okay it's flat flat. Okay, uh, it's it's like a baseball it's a menstrual cup. Uh, no, it's oh, not like a menstrual cup another at all. Sport, then. It looks are. like a baseball bat, but it's it's more flat than that. And the end of it is kind of just a well, it's just a flat area, and you pick up this thing, yeah. the, the ball or whatever you want to call it, and you <laughs> throw it or you hit it. Yeah. And, uh, it's so, pretty cool. It's always the same sort of idea, right? Yeah, it's a ball and stick yeah. game, essentially. But uh, I, I wouldn't, I don't know, I, I wonder if my shoulder would handle that no. motion or not. I'm better at don't. I don't want to mess up my golf game. <laughs> now that you, what, what are you, uh, what, what's your, uh, what are you playing at right now? 5.2. Huh? Handicap. That's good? Yeah. All right. That's yeah, very good. I, I think it's good. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so... Uh, thank you, Samantha, for the invitation. We appreciate that. Can I ask you what five point two means? Uh, so it's, uh, it's it's like five and just under six. Okay. No, it's kind of hard to explain. So it doesn't mean that I will score five point. It doesn't mean my average score is a seventy seven. If par seventy two, it doesn't mean that I'll that I'll score seventy seven. Okay, that's it, what I thought. No, no. It, the numbers associated, there's a, there's a mathematical calculation, and then it depends on the slope and rating. I can't believe I'm telling this. <laughs> the slope and rating of the golf course, okay? And then you, then there's math you have to do when you find out what your handicap index is. And then through that math, it will tell you how many strokes you can take in the round uh, to shoot at par. Okay. okay. So you're saying at the, by the end of the 18 holes, your score is five. Yes, my score is five. Wow. Uh, but no, it's pretty good. It's, it's good to be a single digit handicap, and, I, and I'm a lower single digit. Uh, yeah. I'd, I'd like to get down to fours. And you'd written um, the game off entirely yes. years ago. And look at that. And then Trinity Rehab came along. You're right. like you're like our new Rocky. 
All right, Am so I like that? Uh, I think so. Okay. Should I go through the Rockies uh, on my way to Phoenix, by the way? I think you've got you're, you got to be as direct as you can possibly be. Yeah. Um, go through the Rockies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I have to go. I can't go through Rockies one. I have to go because he lost. So I'd have to go through the Rockies two, wherever that would be. He won two. <laughs> yeah. He won the rest of them. Hey, um, Preston, real quick. Uh, yes. Uh, what is Rory? What his would his uh, handicap be? Rory. Rory McIlroy. Oh, okay. oh, those those guys are plus handicapped. Oh, yeah, those okay. are. If you're like a plus two, you need to add two strokes. Okay. Uh, if if you are, um, are you would sub- subtract two strokes. Okay. Okay. Uh, from your uh, yeah, to, those those guys are yeah, they're beyond, they're ridiculous. I, I I'm not sure what plus handicap he is. All right. Anyway, any more golf questions? No, I think we're good now. Oh, I have the floor. Yeah. Kathy? <laughs> no. Right, no. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, another shout out, real quick. Uh, Nick Hanemy that says, "Can you please ask Preston to give a shout out to my husband Dan for his 40th birthday, which is February 2nd, Groundhog Day." Hey. Huge Preston, Steve fan, religiously listens to the show's podcast. He never misses one. Uh, the show's a big part of his daily routine. He talks about Preston, Steve, Casey, and the rest of the group like he knows and hangs out with all of them all the time. It That's would mean great. a lot. And that is from Jennifer Root. So ah. here you go. And she writes, Go Eagles. And a shout out to her That's husband. awesome. Um, quickly, uh, Nick, you were mentioning something earlier about a, uh, a, oh, yeah. a, a, a listener of the show is kind of um, in a, a bad medical way. Yeah, and it's a bit of a, a downer, so uh, I apologize for the tone of this, but uh, there's a um, sister, Zeta Eta Pi sister, and a listener named Laura Lynch, and uh, she's in a, a tough, tough battle with metastatic breast cancer, um, and unfortunately, the cancer is winning right now. So um, there is a GoFundMe to help her, and there's also an event uh, that's coming up um, on February 17th, and that is at, uh, oh, man, I had it, I'm sorry. But you, you posted on the... Uh, yeah, it's like, on ha- uh, Haggerty's Cafe, uh, Casey, that's in Holmes, PA, or Ridley. Oh, my God. I used to go there when it was called Tommy Harps. Okay. Before I was 21. Uh, so it's on the 17th. And all the information's up on PrestonSteve.com and then a, a link to the GoFundMe. But she's been out to a ton of events over the years. Uh, she came to the Zeta Pi sister at um, oh. at the Flyers game. She's been to Blood Drive. She's just a diehard listener and a really decent, sweet person. Steve and I uh, saw this email this morning. So the information about the, the GoFundMe page and then about the event itself uh, right up on the front page of PrestonandSteve.com. All right, Laura, hang in there. We'll do what yeah. we can to help out. Um, so, uh, in other news, um, tickets to the Super Bowl, since we're talking about Casey's big game adventure. Yes. Uh, uh, reached an average price of $10,959. Average yeah. price so, of $10,000. let us call it $11,000. $11,000. Yeah. What I've heard that at least one aspect of this Super Bowl and this matchup is proving the... So, is this now a record setter? It is. It might be. Okay. Uh, because as, it, as of now, it says it might turn out to be the most expensive ever to attend, So, according to Sports Illustrated. Because I know it was fluctuating. I think I'm recalling is what is something pertaining to the World Series run. Oh, yeah. And what was that? It was, it was a, a record set for... Was it merch sold or... Oh, I yeah, I, yeah. I do yeah. remember that. It might have been so that, It's a, a rabid uh, fan yeah. base we have here. And, you know, so I, it's not just that, but I think, you know, on paper, if you look at the Super Bowl, you have the two teams that had the tie records, right? We were yeah. both 14 and 3. So you have the best records in the league this year going against each other. You have brothers going against each other. You have a former head coach going against his old team. You know what I mean? So There's, there's a there's lot a, of stories there's there. There's a lot yeah. of story there. My bro- my, not my brother. He's my son. Um, was asking me last night. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, is he my brother or my son? <laughs> That'd be so weird. That was a song, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He's my brother 
or my son. <laughs> but he was asking me last night about where the Super Bowls are played. Like, are they always done in, in domes? Or, yeah. or you know, and, and I'm like, yeah. I, you know, the New York, they had a Super Bowl in New York a few years ago because it was a brand new stadium. And it's New York, you know, the biggest market in, in, the, in the country. But um, when you have somebody spending... $10,000 on a ticket. Yes. You want them, you know, you want, obviously, you want the players to have a nice, safe, uh, climate-controlled environment. But, you know, when people are paying ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000, you don't want them to get rained on or snowed on. No, or, true. Yeah, anything, yeah. Or, or the Super Bowl sh- halftime show. All that stuff needs to be perfect. Uh, Steve, the uh, Phillies record was, um, it was in within 24 hours, the most amount of merchandise. Wow. Okay. That's wow. A pretty amazing. And that was when uh, they clinched to advance to the yeah. World Series. So if you stop and think about it, obviously we're, we're a major city, but we're not, you know, they're, they're larger. The fact that that happened in one day, pretty amazing. Casey, you mentioned that New York idea, and uh, I thought that that was an interesting idea, and it only happened once. And they got lucky. Yeah. The, the, it was a mild day. Right. But even in February. Mi- mild in yeah, it was like maybe upper 40s, low 50s or whatever. But right. I mean, I think the idea when that happened was that maybe we'll spread this to cold weather cities. <laughs> yeah, that never year. happened. Never yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when it was in Minnesota, you know, when the Eagles won five years ago, uh, I mean, it was snowy. It was, it was terrible weather, but obviously it's a dome. Yeah. I, I kind of felt bad for the people. Not that bad, but, you know, they're not going to South Florida for a Super Bowl. They're, they're in the middle of uh, Minnesota <laughs> in the middle of the winter. Do you remember Bird, Birdbot ended up in the trunk of a of a police car in yeah. an impound yeah. lot? Yeah. yeah. It and, was and, snowy and, everywhere. It was snowy and crappy. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, listen. Miami, like Las Vegas, yeah. n- Los Angeles, those are all Arizona. sexy places. Arizona, yeah. sexy. Houston, like, you know. <laughs> Indianapolis, uh, Detroit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe the game will be comfortable, but you know. I, I, and listen, I can't. I don't. I've never spent any time in Indianapolis. I drove past there on my way to uh, California. It's fine. Okay. But yeah. you know, like Miami's kind of a you know it's cool. cool city. Yeah, cool city. Will Smith didn't. You know, it's his second home. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I, I have been to this uh, stadium in Arizona. It is. It is massive it's beautiful what i also thought was crazy there too was that the parking was free like you know here at, at you know in philadelphia parking is 45 bucks for just a regular car but, but that's like, almost free when i when i pulled in i guess it's because maybe they built that into the ticket prices or whatever um, that'd be the, nice the, the team owns the the parking yeah. around the stadium going back to will smith for a moment yeah yeah let's do this um you know one of one of the biggest celebrities to come out of philadelphia was he Showing any vocal support for the Phillies when they're in the World Series? I don't think Has I, he said anything know. about the Eagles making it to the Super Bowl no. yet? Jesse Anybody Jeff was at the game the other yes. day. Did a little uh, Fresh Prince. That he, ain't he, he did announce yeah. Bad Boys 4, Preston. Uh, he did. He You're did. Right. So, I'm, I'm he has say, completely forgotten about I'm this. I'm disappointed. Video. I'm completely disappointed. Yes, yeah. I, I agree. He sang and that, the thing is, here's a guy who's able to keep his temper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he sang that song about Miami. It was all about Miami. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, you know. We L.A. Know and Philly are jiggy. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, well, thanks. Yeah, yeah we're an afterthought. Had, we're so glad to be jiggy, mm-hmm. like L.A. <laughs> thanks, Ben. <laughs> we rate on the jigginess scale. <laughs> I'm a little upset. Think, I, yeah. Honestly, yeah. how many years have we been on? The air here, have we ever had no, Will Smith never, on? Not once. Never had Will Smith on, no. We've, we've had DJ Jazzy Jeff on, mm-hmm. definitely. Bradley Cooper in the studio a couple we times. We did yes. that. Yeah. At least that, that's why he's such a dear friend. All right, well, anyway, going back to these uh, ticket prices, uh, so $11,000. <gasps> that's the average. Average. The cheap. Okay, you want to go on the cheap? Let's. You want to uh, go? I, on- I actually want to see the other way. Well, I will. Yeah, okay. But, but you want to go on the low end? Let's go on the low end. <clears throat> $6,000. Okay. Per ticket. What? 
Now the six thousand dollars is the cheap ticket. Wow. I, you know, my buddy went to the last one and he didn't pay for the ticket. It was, it was like some sort of a company pool that he ended up winning. Uh, I, you know, I wonder how many people uh, from this area are were lucky enough to to go. That to, to win some sort of pool or mm-hmm. some sort of yeah, because they, they listen. That's yeah. It's a it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, I knew a few people that went to the last one that were not filthy rich, tons of money. That you know were along those lines. I I, I wonder L- how many people I do know going to this one. I, I mean, like I actually know. Yeah, yeah. The L A one uh, you're talking about last year in that stadium. No, no, no. The 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 one that the birds went to. Got you. Okay. Uh, in uh, Minneapolis. I remember a few years ago, uh, Casey. And I think this is correct. Um, when it was in Dallas. Uh, because that stadium is so huge, it seats like 110,000 or yeah. whatever, that yeah. they, they were having trouble selling it out. Am, am I remembering that right? Uh, it's possible. It, then, is, it is a sprawling facility. Yeah, and then so when it got closer to the game, Jerry Jones, the owner, um, wanted to make sure that it was a sellout. So I, I think that they released tickets at actually like affordable prices for the Super Bowl to make sure that there were they were every seat was filled. So all you have to do is add about 40,000 seats to right, yes. <laughs> whatever um, stadium you have and Steve, the most expensive seat yeah. for the Super Bowl, section 108, midfield, $40,723. Per ticket. Per ticket. I think. $40,000 per ticket. Now, my line of thinking is if you're able to pony up that kind of money, you, you're probably like uh, you're probably on owners. Team. Yeah. 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 So if that. <laughs> if, even if you are. Filthy rich, tons of money. Right, like a mansion people, like a like multi multi mansion people. Yeah, do you never eat flat pancakes? How, like, have you lost the value of a dollar? Has that has that is that totally yes. lost on you? It is. Yes, one hundred percent. Well, yeah. contextually, think about the kind of transactions they conduct. Um, like, like if they go down to the stationery store to pick up a pack of gum, that gum's <laughs> going to cost. Thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're getting a type of gum that we don't get, yeah, right? Fancy gum, yeah, fancy mansion people gum. Wow, that's behind the counter. They never have it in the stand by the register. Like honestly, the really big red, do like just everything, even their comfortable, red. their comfortable wear. Like their comfortable wear can't just be like champion sweatpants. It got you know what I mean, like super champion sweatpants yeah. with pre sweat. <laughs> Somebody else's sweat, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is the sweat from yeah, this the, has been this sweat. This is Gandhi King sweat of, in yeah. your sweatpants. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Famous people throughout history. Secretary uh, yeah. sweat. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is, um, you see this jersey? This, this That sweat, that's <sighs> Churchill. God. <laughs> they, but it, again, we always ask because we're fascinated by it. At this, at that level of wealth, mm-hmm. how do, how do you perceive things? We were talking about the, uh, this, this DuPont, this uh, gentleman who, who passed. Um, and everyone said what uh, you would not know. That that he was as wealthy as he was, and, and I, my my father always used to say that the people who are the flashiest, yeah, tend tend to not be. Well, he grew up with it too. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, I mean, there was money right. in that family for his entire life, right? You know, I, I also think like sometimes if you earn that money, I I have a, a friend who has built a business and he's on the precipice of selling it. And he's Is this Valor? Um, oh, no, no. Valor <laughs> tracksuit guy? He made, Steve, he made tens of dollars. On wow. That. I love yeah. my suit, man. <laughs> I, I want another one. Me too. Is, uh, but that, that was his side project. He's a lawyer. He's, he's doing just fine. No, it, um, anyway, it's an environmental consulting firm. Yeah. And, he, and he's going to sell it to a bigger environmental consulting firm for upwards of $100 million. Or wow. Like, it's staggering amounts of money. Um, 
he will appreciate those dollars. Right. I think if you were born into a family, I don't know because I'm never going to have that kind of money. But if you're born into a family that already has $100 million, maybe you appreciate it a little less. <laughs> it's just, it boggles the mind. Yes. What else, staggering mouth. What else do you get for your $40,000 seat? I think you get a, a beverage. Yeah, you, you, you get probably a get a, uh, maybe a commemorative cup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, at, at the very least, I'd want to take the seat with me. I mean, like, the I, you chair? know, the actual chair. <laughs> it's yeah, like a WWE when they would, you'd get like ringside seats yeah. and they would, they would, you could keep the folding chair. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had a few. Yeah. We had a few that they, they dropped by okay. for us. Yeah. We had, when we, when I went to the Super Bowl in Jacksonville, every seat, when you got to your seats, had like a, uh, it was a, like a seat. Oprah's favorites? No, it was a cushion. Oh. Uh, like a Super Bowl cushion, and, oh. then, and then it had like some tchotchkes packed inside of that thing. That's what we got all the way up in the upper, upper levels. So okay. that, well, yeah. that's pretty good for upper, yeah. upper level. Hold on, Marissa. So my dad and I went to Jacksonville, too. We bought, like, we figured out, we, talk, we, we scalped tickets, and we ended up with, like, there was, like, four or six tickets on the street. And we got two of them. And one of them we were able to talk down because it was, like, in the Pepsi zone. But the game was starting in, like, five minutes. So the Pepsi zone was, like, a pre-party. So with this $40,000, you might be able to go into, um, like, a pre-party outside. Or there's actually, we kind of snuck in. All the Pepsi you can have. I know, I know. But uh, when we went out to this stadium in Arizona over the uh, last fall, there's, like, a champagne yeah, the person in the private room. The parties are a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. So with this, you might be Bottomless getting... Mountain Dew, and it only cost me $40,000. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all. I mean, on top <laughs> you're, of you're, a really you're... nice seat, and I'm, I'm not justifying it. No. I'm just saying that this is the stuff that they're selling along with it and telling you, you can go to this party that a bunch of people are probably also going to for free. Well, that makes yeah. it... At least that gives you... That ticket. That's a that That I understand, then. That at least that gives more reason why you might want to pay a premium. Yeah. And uh, Preston, I must have had me about 15 Dr. Preston. <laughs> <laughs> but also to anybody going out there, if you do end up on the club level, there's a really cool champagne bar that opens up to the public at halftime. Hmm. Recommendation. At that okay. stadium? At that stadium, okay. yeah. Preston, you had um, what I consider to be a really cool experience uh, with, at the Phil's game that one time with your buddy, that was like the Diamond Club. Book. Yeah, yeah. And Marissa so, was with me. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. And, she goes um, to everything. Yeah, yeah. but like they're get, just getting... Pampered like that, hey, is nice. They brought out Shake Shack burgers this, and seven-inning stretch that that's were free, yeah. <laughs> or at least they came with the ticket price, and that was what I mainly remember from the game. Shake Shack, you were there for the yeah, but the yeah. Shake Shack burger. No, I get it. You're yeah. like, oh, I got to go to a union match one time and sat in like the the president's suite or whatever. Yeah. That was pretty nice. Yeah, no, the, the, I've done that too. That yeah. was really, really cool. Was just one to, of the perks of the just business. Talking to president. Yeah, yeah. Not, that not, president. not that president. <laughs> the union president. Yeah. Right, well, anyway, I can't believe that the cheapest ticket is six thousand dollars. Cheapest. Who are those people? Who are these well, people? Well, I guess you know. I guess maybe Kathy. It was you saying the other day that maybe they. These are the people. Some of them, anyway, the ones who have saved. Just for this very thing. This is thing, what they're saving for. for. And there are, there are yeah. many, many people who kind of keep a separate fund going j- just for this potential. That's a question. If somebody has like a separate Super Bowl fund. Yeah. That they keep just, uh, you know, for, for that, that, that special year. Marissa? Great news, Preston. The prices are dropping. It's <gasps> down to $4,500. Oh! Ah! 
It's actually it's not bad. Know, bigger drop than I thought. So, like, if that's a week out, it's probably going to raise again, and then closer to game time, it'll start falling off. Okay. All right, I'm talking to Burt Kreischer right now. He is going to the game. Oh, wow. You're texting and, uh, him? Okay. Yeah, and he's doing four shows at the, I don't know if this is a mistyping, the Mullet Arena. <laughs> <laughs> is it called the Mullet Arena? It can't be. It could be, though. In uh, Phoenix? Uh, yeah, we're in the Phoenix area. Casey, but the Mullet Arena. You're driving me to Phoenix! Is, uh, is Bert going to the Waste Management Open? Uh, oh, Jews. Oh, Jews. <laughs> no, Jews. Oh, Jews. Jews, Christians, oh. Muslims. Yeah. They're all going to play. It was supposed to be G's, okay? Oh, G's. Okay. <laughs> Remember when I wanted to say hey, guys, and I said hi, gays? <laughs> It's like that. It's just like that. It was at a gas station, wasn't it? <laughs> Hi, gays. Um, so, I'm sorry. What was the the gays love uh, service station. Uh, the same weekend as the Super Bowl is that waste management open. Right. It seems to me to be right up Bird's Alley. Uh, yeah. It is. Uh, I don't know if he's doing I'll find out. I'm gonna hey, Jewish gay guys. <laughs> <laughs> but is it the mullet arena or is I'll it something it else? The moulet? <laughs> <laughs> the moulet. <laughs> Holy crap, it is the mullet arena. What? Yeah. It's at Arizona State. Well, the mullet is actually a fish. I don't yes. know if it's named after that. But why would it be in Arizona? There's no ocean there. Yeah, I don't oh. know. It's stupid. That's why the fishing isn't that good. It's in Tempe. And Bert's going to be in Hershey tomorrow? Tomorrow. What? I saw his uh, I saw his uh, um, tour release dates, and he was naked on a tour bus, as yeah, you can imagine. Of course. Uh, and I saw that Hershey was one of those dates. That's tomorrow? Oh. Wow. Okay. Juice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, anyhow, if you missed it, and we'll reiterate this information, uh, we made this announcement earlier. It is Casey's big game adventure. We had Casey's adventure yeah. with his drive across country last year, and now it's Casey's big game adventure where he's headed to Phoenix, and it's going to be him, Jackie Bam Bam, our buddy Kyle Mack is going along. He'll be chronicling the whole thing video-wise, and, of course, he'll sing, too. Mm-hmm. And we are... We are we are going to play off of the phrase "it's Philly thing," and we are going to be taking various Philly things on the trip. One of the Philly things we're taking is Anthony Gargano <laughs> from our sister station, ninety-seven five, the Fanatic. I figure that's a good luck charm, yeah. right? He's nothing yeah. but positive yeah. vibes, man. I mean, he's perfect for this. Couple that with the the the, the whole stupid station theme about yes. doing everything by the book in case you're overseeing it all. I'm yep. very confident. Yep, and uh, we're calling it uh, Casey's Big Game Adventure, John the Road Again. John the Road Again. <laughs> Casey's going John the Road Again. Hashtag, too. Hashtag, it's a Philly thing, my friend. Casey's going John the Road Again. No birds. <laughs> so this is happening on Monday. You're going to be leaving probably close to the end of the show or some at some point during the show and yeah. headed out on the road. Yeah. Yep. Man, um, I what? think I might have to hang out with Bert. On he's going to be there Thursday night doing his show from Tempe. So oh, you yeah. know, maybe we do that. That's cool. Yeah, oh, definitely. It's where hmm. the uh, Coyotes play, the Mullet Arena. Oh, yeah. I think they're getting a new arena built. And they uh, can train them that well. No, no, no. The hockey team. Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 uh, they're going to get a new arena. <laughs> yeah. What's that one going to be called? Uh, I don't know, but it's. Almost. Prairie Doug? No, it's it, like it's a, a the bowl cut. I'm th- yeah, I'm trying to think of another stupid <laughs> haircut. The page boy, I think you call that. Uh, yeah. uh, Male uh, pattern baldness arena. It was a. Uh... <laughs> 
It's not popular with the town folk uh, that they get a brand new arena for a franchise that doesn't draw very well. Dude, I love the name <laughs> Male Pattern Baldness Arena. Yeah. Oh, that's Rolls fan- right off the tongue. That's fantastic. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, anyhow, uh, Monday we're going to be, actually tomorrow, we're going to be collecting your Philly things to take uh, with us on this road trip. And they have to be small, but something, anything. Right, that, right. That and you think will bring good luck. And during the show, correct? Yeah, tomorrow right, morning during right. the show. You can uh, drop by the studios and drop those off. Uh, and uh, nothing red. Nothing, no. red, nothing red or yellow. Or yellow? Yeah, because there's a lot of yellow in the uh, uh, uniform of the, the opposing okay. team. I don't even want to say their name. Okay. <laughs> I don't even say their name. Chef. But we are. We're remaining um, above board. Yes. We're not going to. Um, no dirty pool. No dirty pool. Yeah, it's going to be. Because that only but... ends up biting the team doing it. Yeah, it, it rebounds. Yep. And so it's going to be nothing but positive vibes. Positive vibes. All right, with some stops along the way, too. And we'll figure it all out. Like I said, we just we, we put it together yesterday, mm-hmm. gang. But we're going to make this happen. We're going to take a break. Be back in a minute. And Bizarre File coming up next. Stay with us. Join Kathy Romano from the Preston and Steve Show Saturday night from 8 to 10 at P.J. Wellahan's in Bluebell. It's a cardboard classic and Mountain Fest warm-up party. Enter for a chance to win VIP passes for cardboard classic and Mountain Fest at Montage Mountain, including ski passes, tickets to see Everclear, Lit, and Fuel, and a hotel room for the weekend. All right, so you had a question. Yeah, so... um. I clear things off of my calendar if I'm not attending them because uh, it, it kind of gets jumbled, right? And so mm-hmm. everything here at the station like if, uh, gets put on this on a calendar, even if I'm not really associated with it. And mm-hmm. I, so I tried to delete it, and it says the event has been canceled. So did I just cancel an event that has... For been, everyone? Yeah, it says Philadelphia All <laughs> Staff. What was the event? It was something for XTU, a performance. I would think only if you created it. That you have to be the administrator on it, right? Yeah. No, it's now on my calendar. Right. It's still there. And what it says, case. it was February 8th at 11 a.m. Okay. I think you canceled it for yourself. And okay. that's why it's still yeah. on your calendar. Yeah, no, it's still on my calendar. Right, yeah, because the person okay. who, the, the only person who can do that is the person who created okay, the right. event. I'm yeah. just making sure because yeah. it because when I click the event, there's a line through it and it says event has been canceled. <gasps> just so, says here, Kathy, that artist died instantly. I just, no, stop. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that well, I didn't do that for the whole company. Casey, you going to the uh, to the? Or you did you accept it? Is that why? I, you know what? Or? I hit accept. I don't know why. I, no, I'm not going to. It's a, it's a country artist that artist I've never heard of. All right, so there you go. Glad we could help. Right, thank yes, you. Appreciate everybody, it. good. We're all good. Bam. We're all good here. All right, let's do the bizarre file. Here we go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre file. Brought to you by Montage Mountain Resorts. It's Cardboard Classic Mountain Fest warm-up party hosted by Kathy Romano. Hey! She'll be at PJ Willihan's in Bluebell. I'm glad we're talking about this. Uh, And it's going to be on Saturday, a chance for you to register for VIP tickets for Cardboard Classic. So uh, this Saturday, Kathy will be at the PJ Willihan's in Bluebell, 8 to 10 p.m., uh, and you can go to WMMR.com for details about that. So I love that. See Kathy. All right. So in Los Angeles, a video posted on the Circus of Books WeHo's official Instagram account. It's a place. All right. Shows a person trying to walk off with a giant black 30-inch dildo from an adult bookstore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in the it's a bookmark. L- LGBT uh, Rainbow District. Uh, so the post rode drunken hot mess klepto. Tries to steal our biggest dildo, 
but it was way too thick and heavy for the getaway. The 30-second clip shows a person unable to walk straight. <laughs> when they stumbled up upon the giant black sex toy, they casually wrapped their arms around it like they were lifting a baby and then stumbled outside the store, lugging the giant silicone log. I love you! An employee is seen chasing after the klepto before the person was uh, able to make a getaway. Then the video cuts the employee carrying uh, a silicone monstrosity back to its rightful place on display next to another giant black dildo. Uh, the failed thief appears to be very inebriated. The Post does not disclose if the West Hollywood sheriffs were uh, called to the scene to follow a report on the attempted robbery. You big dildo. Uh, the <laughs> item looks like it could be a decorative store display, but according to the Circus of Books website, it's for sale. Uh, the toy is called the FAAK Fantasy Massive Black C word. Okay. 30 inches. Priced at $699. That's a steal. Yeah. Uh, and it's 11 inches wide at the base. The so. super huge black dildos that I get are uh, much more expensive. <laughs> Even more expensive yeah, than that? Yeah, that's, that's wow. why I say that's a, that's a, that's a bargain. $700. All right. I'm, I'm not uh, privy to the world of giant yeah. black dildos. Oh, my so. God. It's a whole industry. Well, it's a big black market. A woman has been accused of seeking out a lookalike of herself on social media and murdering her what? in a bid to fake her own death. So some poor bastard got murdered because they resembled the murderer? Yeah, and, and they wanted to use that as, a, as an opportunity oh to, my to God. fake their own death. There are ways to fake your own death yes, without there a body are. around. You can, you know. Besides, anyway. a, a nanosecond worth of, of DNA testing would yeah. disprove that person. So authorities say Sharaban uh, Sh- Sh- uh, K is the last Where's name. Where is this again? Uh, it was in, well, she's a 23-year-old beautician of Iraqi descent from Munich. Okay. Searched for women who resembled her closely online before killing one of them in order to go into hiding. The case has been dubbed the doppelganger murder. In reference to a German folktale about a ghostly identical spirit. But the word doppelganger also has come to mean a stranger who looks like a twin. Uh, police first discovered a blood-covered body in August last year. And apart from Mercedes, reports initially identified the victim as Sharban, this woman. Uh, but a post-mortem examined raised questions about the body's identity. The victim was eventually named as uh, Khadija, a 23-year-old beauty blogger. Mm. And police later stated the victim and Sharban were strikingly alike in appearance. Due to their physical similarities, such as uh, their uh, straight black hair, officers detained this woman and a friend and accused of plotting the scheme. And they managed to track down a bunch of evidence that led to the fact that she wow. killed this person. Yeah, That's horrifying. Um, and arrest warrants were issued for both the women. There was someone who assisted her in this, and they each faced life in prison if uh, convicted. That is messed up. Yep. All right, speaking of messed up, all right, this story. Is this a good kind of messed up? It's No, it's oh, not a good kind right. of messed up, but it's not like no one was killed in this. All, all right. right, so in Florida, a 32-year-old Cutler Bay man faces multiple felony charges after police say he decapitated a pet snake with his own teeth during a domestic dispute Monday morning. He was married to the snake? No. Oh. According to officers responding to the apartment complex just after 5.20 a.m. after receiving reports of a domestic dispute, they arrived, knocked on the door, could hear a man and woman arguing, and so soon after, the woman was screaming. Police said they could hear the woman yell, just kick the door in. After making entry, police said they saw Kevin Justin Mayorga running behind the door, attempting to close it in order to shut the victim in and hold her against her will. Police said Mayagora... 
disregarded commands, put his hands up and attempted uh, and uh, attempted to use a taser on him to no avail. The report states that as officers tried to cuff Mayorga, he swung at them, striking an officer in the eye with a handcuff, and officers eventually detained him. They were then about to make the, b- the bizarre discovery. Uh, the woman told police that Mayorga had bitten off the head of her pet snake, a ball python, by the way. Poor python. He said officers then saw the snake and its severed head sitting next to the entry door. Well, isn't this a bitch? (laughs) Mayorga faces uh, charges of animal cruelty with the intent to kill, false imprisonment, and resisting arrest. What if she'd had a horse? Wow. Well, he would have need to have gone into overtime <laughs> yeah. working on that one. All right. Give me a plate. All right. One more story, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, the umbrella is mightier than the sickle, apparently. Carrying around an umbrella can be a nuisance at times, but when it's needed, who hasn't held one and wondered if it could be used as an impromptu Jackie Chan-style weapon should the need arise? For one man in uh, Hechinohe City, an umbrella was the only thing preventing him from serious injury or even death. The 58-year-old office worker was walking along the street then a man holding a sickle with a six-inch blade attacked him out of the blue. Wow. Uh, the man had a uh, an umbrella with him, and he, without even thinking, uh, used his reflexes to deflect the attack. <laughs> and in, in total, the assailant took ten swings at the man with the tool, but each one of the deftly blocked was deftly blocked by the umbrella, and the victim managed to uh, emerge unharmed. I'm thinking of the Kingsman, Preston. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, so police arrived at the scene. They arrested the 65-year-old attacker who admitted to char- the charges against him. So, wow. wow. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file. I want one me. of those Kingsman umbrellas. Oh, my God, yeah. With the x-ray thing and all that? All right, we're going to have to take a break and come back in just a moment. We'll get the lesson question, trash music news, and all that good stuff. We'll get back. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We are going to ask a lesson question today and see if you've been paying attention to the program. We're going to give away a pair of tickets to the Impractical Jokers uh, Drive, 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 Drive Tour, which is tomorrow night, by the way. And that is at the Freedom Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. And, uh, okay. Okay. What do I go with here? Um, all right, I once sat in what former president's courtside tickets? All right, in which former president courtside's tickets to a Sixers game? Okay, so a former president gave me tickets. To a former courtside. president of the United States. His courtside seats. Yes, 215-263-WMMR. Or we could do the person who actually gave me the tickets. Either one works, all right? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. It was around 7 o'clock, and if you were listening, you know the answer. You should call now, and we'll see if you can get the prize while we do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Montage Mountain Resorts. It's a cardboard classic mountain fest warm-up party hosted by Kathy Romano. Woo! Tomorrow night at Pete, not tomorrow night, Saturday night. Saturday night. PJ Willihans <laughs> in Bluebell and Kathy will be there from eight till ten p.m. with your chance to win VIP tickets 
to Mountain Fest and the cardboard classic awesome. and all that stuff. So, love it. Um, uh, WMMR.com to get all the details. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, U.S. Air Force General Mike Minahan appearing on CNN raising red flags this week saying he's not confident we would win in a war with China. Minahan says regardless, he's remaining optimistic, especially since he recently accepted a commission with the Chinese Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> Producer talk show host Andy Cohen urging people not to believe rumors about the demise of the Real Housewives reality shows. Cohen says the shows are going to be around for a long time, just like a painful boil on your nutsack. All right. And finally, Tom Brady retired for the second and final time yesterday, saying on a video message that he doesn't regret a thing. Brady then thought for a moment, then added, quote, that is except for facing the 2018 Eagles. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. All right, I once sat in which former president's courtside seats uh, to a Sixers game? 215-263-WMMR. It is Mike. We have a lot of Mikes, by we do. the way, yeah, uh, that yeah. call in. So we're going to go to uh, Mike Hi, next. Mike. All right, Mike, good morning. Good morning. All right, Mike, uh, whose president's seats did I once sit in? Uh, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton, yeah. yeah. We would have actually accepted uh, Pat Croce as well, because he was indeed the person who gave me those tickets. So, Mike, hang on the line, because we are going to give you a pair of tickets to see the Impractical Jokers Drive, 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 Drive Tour, which is presented by the President and Steve Show tomorrow night at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. If you're ring shopping this Valentine's Day, visit Family and Company Jewelers on Route 70 in Marlton, New Jersey, online at FamilyJewelers.com, South Jersey's diamond destination. I just have two quick things for you. And I bet that they're good. is all in music news for the day. Uh, Paramount Plus has announced a music docu-series about Lollapalooza. It's called Lala. The story, the story of Lollapalooza, and it will be a three-part program uh, directed by Michael John Warren. I think I'm interested in seeing this. Uh, I love that they're doing stuff like this in that in the time frame, examining some of those events and things that occurred. You know, uh, yeah, I'm completely down with this. Yeah, because before Lollapalooza, uh, a festival shows really didn't happen. Not like they're just they, they yeah. just weren't. They weren't going on at that time. And now they're like the default. They're, they're yeah, you know, yeah. So many big bands are doing just them and not a lot of other things. Yeah, I, Wait, saw, I saw freaking Pearl Jam at Lollapalooza. Yeah. in '92. I think the Chili Peppers and the Red Hot Chili yeah. Peppers. Yeah, yeah it used to be all insane. that Lilith Fair, um, uh, the the Horde Tour, Horde Festival, Horde Fest, Horde, yeah. the Filthy Horror Festival, the Liar Horror, Liar Horror Festival, Filthy Horror <laughs> Festival. We should do a Liar Horror, Liar Horror Festival. Liar Horror, Liar Horror, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Warren said in a statement, when Lala was launched in 1991, the concert industry felt uh, like uh, a boring car ride running out of gas. We pumped new life into the live music experience and set the foundation for the youth's counterculture to become important and exciting again. And now more than three decades young, I'm happy to have this opportunity to give people an inside look at the festival's contribution to music history. Uh, release date has not been announced as of yet. And I just saw one other quick thing. Uh, set for release March 24th is the belated 50th anniversary edition of Elton John's Honky Chateau. Oh, my God. The double disc set features the original album, 
a newly created selection of outtakes from the original session tapes and eight live recordings from the Royal Festival Hall show in 1972, where the tracks received their live debut just a few days after being recorded at the Chateau. It includes a 40-page booklet and essay featuring interviews from those who were there at the time. Uh, the album, by the way, which was Elton's fifth uh, studio album, was re- originally released May 19, 1972. The album topped the charts that July 15th and enjoyed a five-week run at number one, spent 18 weeks at the top ten, and the album spawned two massive top ten hits with Rocket Man and Honky Cat. So it's a 50th anniversary of that. That's <laughs> Blows crazy. my mind. Yeah. And he just, just wrapped up his... World he, tour? No, he's not wrapped up. He's he's still oh, got yeah he's still got dates left. But as of now, it is the highest grossing tour of that all it. time. It crossed that line. How? When is the projected completion date for that? Do we know later this year? But yeah. I don't I don't know exactly when. But it's going to be uh, you know dates in the UK. Yeah, where he's going to wrap it the up. Uck. And it'll be done in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and uh, that's it in music news. That's all I got for you. It was a good one, wasn't it? It was. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment, and we will wrap the whole thing up when we return. Letter of the day, word of the week, all that stuff that Pierre comes in for you. We'll be right back. All this weekend, MMR is going for two. Prepare to bring home their second championship in five years. MMR is throwing a double shot weekend with back-to-back tracks from your favorite MM artists. Because you've got to do something while we impatiently wait for the game. And another parade. So join us on your radio, smart speaker, or the app this weekend as MMR goes for two with our For the Birds double shot weekend from the station that bleeds green. Just like you. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Smashing Pumpkins on 93.3 WMMR. It's everything that rocks. 1979, the name of that song. Wonder what they were doing on July 2nd, 1979. (laughs) Not celebrating. Not celebrating. We'll save that for another time. Yep. A little off-air discussion we're having here. Hi. Uh, we're about ready to wrap up our program. Oh, my God. We have had a very fun time today, and uh, we made an announcement about an event that we're excited about, and yes. we're doing it again with a different twist. Okay, so last year we did Casey's Big Adventure. This time around we're doing Casey's Big Game Adventure and sending him... To where the Super Bowl is going to be played. Now, he's not going to the game. He's not going to be there for the Super Bowl. He's That's right. Drive to Phoenix and then fly back. And the whole thing is to bring good vibes and a positive um, sensation to everything to get ready for the game. So he's going to be driving on Monday. Same type of scenario. It's sponsored by Duncan. Our friends at Subaru are supplying a green Subaru for him to drive. And we're keying off of it's a Philly thing. All right, and by the way, since he's going back again, we're calling this John the Road again. <laughs> yeah, so Casey's going back John the Road again. Casey's going John the Road again. And uh, we are gonna we're gonna. It's a Philly thing, my friend. Casey's going John the Road again. Go birds! And uh, since uh, we're focusing on it's a Philly thing, we are gonna take Philly things with us. 
uh, to be a part of the landscape of Phoenix just to just to lay the groundwork. And one of the Philly things we're taking is Anthony Gargano from our sister station, 97.5. It seems appropriate, does it not? It seems perfect. He's he's one of the happiest, most positive people I've ever hung around with, and just he, he brings good stuff. Yes, he just absolutely brings good vibes. And he will be coming back and not going to the game as well because the Correct. last time he went to the game, yep. they lost the Eagles yep. in Jacksonville. Casey, the same thing. You're, this is all about stupid stition. Yep, that's right. it. And part of that stupid stition is taking some Philly things with us, and we want to take maybe some of your good luck charms or any little piece of Philadelphia or memorabilia or something that's important to you, uh, you're not going to get it back, by the way. Okay, it's going to go there and stay there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but tomorrow morning during our program, you can drop off a few things. I'm not expecting that we get, like, you know, a car full of things. No. Just a handful of that's things would be we nice. Need. Yeah. But whatever. Whatever you can, if, if, it's a, if it's a special hat, if it's like we, you know, got emails from people who still have some uh, confetti from the, the parade. Exactly. Uh, you know, what, whatever, tchotchke, items, something that's important. Uh, Steve, you had said if there's been if there was a, a beloved relative who passed who was a huge Eagles fan and yes. you had that little commemorative card that you right. got from the service, bring that. We'll take it. You know, whatever, anything that's important that that will that will spread the love. Nothing red, no. Nothing yellow. Casey no. says either. No. No. Uh, so uh, it's it starts on Monday. So tomorrow morning we'll collect those. <laughs> Crazy items. man. And I want to thank Anthony for calling in this morning. Yes, and uh, getting hyped up for that whole thing. And he's going to promote it. On his show, yes, uh, in a little while, which would be uh, pretty cool too. Just got a confirmation from our buddy Matt Ritter at Subaru, and they're going to bring by the ascent Monday morning. All right, nine a.m. So uh, we're going to we're going to have some fun <laughs> in, <laughs> with the four of you guys in that. Just uh, book the flight home. Nice. We'll be home for the game on uh, the big game on the Sunday. Big game, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, and uh, with that, uh, we're done for the day, and we need to do the letter of the day. So, Casey, you going to do that, or is? Yeah, uh, all right, let's go ahead. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter... R as in road trip. That's what we're doing. <laughs> driving to Phoenix. You're driving me to Phoenix. All right, and we are going to give away tomorrow $250 Hard Rock uh, Cafe Philadelphia restaurant gift card and a $250 gift card for the Hard Rock Shop. Uh, Hard Rock Cafe Philadelphia is celebrating 25 rocking years in the city of Rolling Uh Stop by for giveaways through February 8th, and you can reserve your table today. Thank you for the fine sponsors of the President Steve Show. Like, thank Duncan. President Steve Show runs on Duncan, and Casey's Big Game Adventure runs on Duncan, too. Rack them. Also, uh, Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors. Rack them. <laughs> And brought to you by Meineke for tires, brakes, batteries, exhaust systems, more. Meineke doing car care right. Tomorrow on the program, we'll have comedian uh, Kelsey Cook in the studio. It will be a No Sad Bro Friday. And if we have things to give away, we will give them away then. So that's it. We're done. Rage on. Keep it in nooch. (laughs) Yes. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. (laughs) Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the map by two by two Hurry in during Ram Truck Month and discover what it truly means to drive a truck that's built to serve. Ram 3500 with an available legendary Cummins engine. Ram TRX, the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. And Ram 1500, ranked number one in driver appeal among large light-duty pickups in 2022. That's three years in a row by J.D. Power. 
Hurry in during Ram Truck Month. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards.